0: Oi, this is Nigel McGuinness, Ring of Honor Superstar, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. Stay tuned, wankers.
1: You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries. Here are your hosts: Daniel Herron, Tyler A. Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. Tyler Abram. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 208 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling Source Podcast.
2: I'm also going to be eating a lot of candy during this episode, just to let you know. <laughs> um, you can find us on Stitcher, Player.fm, and... Uh beyond pod just search wrestling new source podcast to find us yeah thanks
3: uh please follow us on twitter at WNS podcast at WNS underscore daniel and at tyler underscore
1: Ebert. Woo, so welcome to the show welcome back doug you were you were missed glad to have you back you feeling good. better yeah i'm good 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 so uh so yeah welcome to the show we gotta dive into some feedback i'm gonna give you our thoughts on uh a WWE live event that we went to, also New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom 9 we'll talk about a little bit. Oh, yeah. Got, uh, of course, Raw to talk about, Cena Appreciation Night. Got a special interview, Ring of Lo- Ring of Honor legend, Nigel McGinnis. Oh, so you wanted to tune, tune in for that one. So uh, a lot of good stuff to talk about. Tyler, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. Yeah? I have candy in my hand, I'm doing good. 2015, officially here, getting ever so close to that. Fateful day where you say, I do, to the woman you, you love.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the top part of
1: 2015. Yeah. yeah. Right around the corner. Yeah. You excited? You pumped? Mm-hmm. I am. We're going to have to get fitted for tuxes soon. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Good deal. Doug, how you doing? You know. Hanging in there?
3: Chin checking. Chill stressing. Yeah. Or your button I'm pressing. <laughs> They'll go fuck a rapper's life up like Monique did to Precious, you
1: know. <laughs> that's a, that's the teenager of the year. Teenager of the year, that's right. So, uh, so, yeah, let's dive on into some feedback. First bit of feedback we have is from Sassy Roman from YouTube saying, uh, Thanks for sharing a great interview. Yes, Roman Reigns brought me here. So, really good stuff. I'm glad. Uh, we checked the numbers. We got uh, a lot that's of legit. listeners. Yeah, th- that was a legit number. Uh, I guess a lot of websites shared our show. Um, with the interview with Roman Reigns, so we had a lot of new listeners this week. So um,
4: anything you want to clear up?
1: Um, as far as
2: people reporting our uh, our interview or what was it? Hmm. Oh, uh, I thought there was some person out there that was uh, or people out there that reported wrong or something like that. Who just?
1: Oh yeah, well, some people will be the way they are and trying to act a certain way, but you know. It, they they do their thing and we're not going to bring that to any attention so okay. screw those assholes how about that fair enough yeah mm-hmm. right in the butt so uh so yeah so if you're one of the uh the newer listeners welcome to the show if you uh if you ever want to go back and listen to some of our previous interviews we have a playlist on YouTube you can also go back to uh to wrestlingnewsource.com and uh click on the WNS podcast link a, uh, on the uh, left side we have an archive so yeah, you can we go have back a plethora yes. of the interviews uh it goes back I think it goes back all the way up back to episode thirty maybe twenty seven somewhere around there, so
3: I should say thanks to Ryan for taking the hot tag last week oh yeah, definitely I meant to Say thanks thanks Ryan
1: very good stuff so uh so yeah, we had a lot of new listeners last week so uh if you if you're sticking around another week, welcome, we certainly do appreciate it uh like sassy. So, uh, so, thank you very much. Uh, next bit of feedback we have is from Jaron. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, saying, good podcast. Thank you very much. We appreciate thank you listen. Uh, other bit of feedback. We're not just stroking our ego. We're just reading comments. Uh, other bit of feedback we have is from Ace McSpade saying, congrats on another great interview. Excellent podcast. So, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Uh, next bit of feedback we have is from Lelo. Saying this is my favorite wrestling podcast. Been listening for over two years now. Keep up the good work, fellas. Nice, so, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you know, thanks for thanks for chiming in on, on, on this episode. If you've been listening to us to us for a while, uh, so we certainly thank appreciate you for that
2: sticking around
1: for all our ramblings and stupid crap that we do. Yes, absolutely. Uh, next next feedback we have is from Axion. 15x saying you forgot to mention that after Raw went off the air last week randy orton returned to help cena possibly a babyface run um i think that's sort of a given that's probably where they're going to be uh where they're going to be taking orton whenever he does return is that he's going
2: to have, you think he's gonna have a, a feud with um rollins huh
1: i would think so i think that would maybe good be a good match for them for for mania um you know you just have sort of a build-up feud for that if, if you have Rollins uh, in a match at, at Mania. That, that would probably be my uh, my assumption. How about you, Doug?
3: Well, I think they, they set that up by having Rollins be the guy who took him out. So mm-hmm. I would assume that he's the return feud.
1: Yeah. So we'll have to see how it all plays out. But thank you for the feedback. That Thanks is, for listening. Rollins
3: did take him out, right? The curb yeah. stomp into the cement blocks.
1: Uh, Or was it the... Steal the steps or something like that. Curb stomp to something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Curb stomp to something. So, a final bit of feedback we have is from Richard saying, Damn, Seth Rollins is by far the best heel in pro wrestling today. He has the mic skills and wrestling ability that will make him one of the best of all time. The Shield guys are the future of wrestling. I enjoyed the Roman Reigns interview, by the way. Rollins, Reigns, and Ambrose believe in the Shield as a team or as singles competitors. Either way, the trio kicks ass.
2: Yeah, I mean... I agree to a certain point. I mean, I think he's doing the best out of three Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think
4: of another. He's definitely – he's He's probably –
1: Yeah. Really good stuff. So, um, who knows what 2015 holds for for these three guys. We'll have to definitely keep our eyes on them. Um, But we did get to go to a local WWE live show that happened this past Sunday uh, afternoon. Very odd that they would – do it on a Sunday at They've 5 o'clock. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, That's a
2: smart thing to do, you know, because, like, hey, guess what? People have work Monday.
1: Yeah. Um, but the the issue is, you know, I, I would have preferred it to be, like, a Saturday night uh, instead of a Sunday. Uh, especially, you know, in our, in our area, football is life, pretty much. So there are a lot of people who were probably planning on going to the show but didn't because the Cowboys were playing in the playoffs at that particular time. I was about
2: to say there it looked like the that parking lot was light
1: it was very light.
2: Light compared to what it usually is for mm-hmm.
1: that stuff. Mhm. Cuz I know the last time it was uh, sort of a packed house. But uh you know, we had a good time. We got to see some uh, some of the wrestlers and divas and put on a show for us. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a we didn't get a you know, a plethora of stars if you will. Uh, but we did get you know Roman Reigns, Big Show, um, we got Rusev. Who else did we get? A few Cesaro, dealers. Swagger,
3: Alex
1: Riley, yeah, um, Altra, Raleigh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tyson Kidd. So, so all in all, I, you know I enjoyed it. It was a it was a fun afternoon with with some good friends and Kane Ryback. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Kane, pro- or I'm sorry, Ryback probably got the biggest. Face reaction. Pop, no way. Roman Roman
3: was the most over guy there. Really? I think so.
1: Uh, maybe. I
3: f- I don't know. I feel like they're equal.
1: Yeah, I would say maybe maybe equal, but
3: uh, I didn't even think it was close. I thought Roman was clearly the most over guy there.
1: Hmm. But I know uh, Rusev got the biggest heel reaction. Um, the the Big Show reaction kind of surprised me. I, you know, a lot of fans were cheering for him, which you know it's cool to see him, but I. It makes me wonder, like, how many of the people were paying attention to the product because he's portraying a heel right now, and they all uh, they were cheering. Oh, like him. he
3: was. I think he probably had the second right after Arusev. He had the like the sec- second second heat. I don't. Well, during his match, no doubt. But. Well, like, I thought he he was getting booed before he went to he, did get booed. he went to grab the mic like he was gonna like est- like make sure everyone knew he was a heel by mm-hmm. cutting a promo. Then people just started chanting you sold out to him, and then he just threw the mic down. He's like, I don't need to go to Hill permanent. Yeah. Well, like,
1: whenever, when his, when his music first hit, there was a pretty positive reaction. Then by the time he got to the ring, it was, you know, a lot of booze. And, and like you said, the you sold out chance. But
2: uh, there's one match that I enjoyed, and I know that the audience was like, what the fuck is going on? And But I like how they made it to they made the crowd react. Was actually Alex Riley and uh, Darren Young. Yeah, because um, no one was really reacting to them. And all the people, because that during that match, I was sitting around y'all. Uh, there were some people who were like, "Who's this?" And like, there's other people, and like, they're just saying, "I think uh, I forgot." They they were calling Darren something else. They were calling him a different name, <laughs> but they couldn't get his name down. But like, I thought Darren looked good. Yeah, I like his new look.
3: I think people didn't know how to react to Riley because it's been a while. Well, he didn't establish that he was, he hasn't been on TV. I mean, as a wrestler, he hasn't been on TV mm-hmm. and, um, well, he came out doing the, I'm, I'm, I'm totally cool. I'm a good guy thing. And then he waited till he got in the ring and they and then they rolled around for a bit before he sort of established that he was going to be the heel. Mm-hmm. So I don't think people knew how to
2: react. Well, I took it as I thought it was just they were going to do a match as two good guys, and then the crowd wasn't reacting. So like, hey, guess what? One of us has to be heel, mm-hmm. and he kind of did his own thing, and that's how that's how I took it.
3: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's certainly possible. I just thought he was
2: because uh, they were both they would do something. They both look at the crowd. Like
3: I thought that was part of the story. Uh, to be honest, yeah. I mean, you, you could be right. They could. I'm sure that's, that's something that happens sometimes,
2: but... no one was giving it anything, and then um, apparently our fearless leader uh, in the front row, I, he oh, did his yeah. job of getting everyone to clap. Hey, I tried doing a clap, too. No one mm-hmm. around me would clap
1: at certain times,
2: but uh, I, I, I liked it, though.
1: Yeah, sign guy in attendance of our little house show.
2: Where the hell are you
4: from, dude? <laughs> You're at like every
2: show. And, Like why would you come out How'd you Costco always get front row
4: seats
3: like that? Goodness. Uh, oh you think he's on the payroll. God. Who was I don't telling know. me?
2: Who was someone was talk was it you or Ryan? who was saying what if he's actually on the payroll to get the crowd, you know? That's what I was thinking.
1: Maybe yes. at this point. Like that's in
2: what time. Ryan said. I think that's what Ryan said. Hmm. I was like, I mean, you do have a point. Cuz he
3: he directs the crowd, and he directs the crowd in the way that they—he's like the office representation of who they want you to cheer for. Yeah. He directs the crowd into cheering for who they are wanting you to cheer into booing who they. Hey, want Yeah, if to he's
2: booing. on the payroll, that's one good job, man. Heck yeah, dude. That's that's like, we're hey, gonna, you get the goat, you get to travel. We're, we're gonna well, <laughs>
3: clarify that you mean that that's an awesome job to have, not that yeah. he's. Not that he's necessarily doing a good or bad We're job. Gonna, oh,
1: yeah, sorry. I mean, that's an awesome job to have. Sorry. We're going to pay you to go to all of the WWE events. You're going to get front row seats or you know, somewhere he around he there. Of course, he can't
2: control, like, live no, like, Monday nights Yeah,
3: stuff he can't like control that. everything.
2: But, but if he goes to house shows...
3: He influences, though. Not influences. because yeah. of who he is, just because if the crowd's sitting on their hands, that, like, that mob mentality is to go with whatever is happening. And then if he starts the crowd and people will join in and if a bunch yeah. of people are doing it then more people will.
1: and it's like there there were some people i could hear to the right of us trying to get a chant going but they would never commit to it it's like they would say something but then they wouldn't clap to go with it you know it'd be like roman reigns and that'd be it like well, they i would, think
3: you necessarily have to have a clap but you do have to commit
1: yeah like uh, you have to do it at least like two or three times to see when, if someone will do it with you.
2: I finally went to go um, after a few matches, and there was some uh, uh, seats still open uh, by uh, mm-hmm. Doug, and I went, went to go sit by him. And then the uh, Sin Cara and Tyson Kidd match, and there was this girl, like, two rows behind us, and <laughs> she was like, Natalia's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was only, like,
3: uh, everyone, I think... I don't think that she was trying to be clever. I think that she thought everyone else was saying Natalia's pregnant. Hmm. And then she was just going oh, along with of Nazi, it.
2: Natty's husband.
3: Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't. She didn't, it didn't seem like she was too young to be like getting off on being like a smart ass. It was like, <laughs> yeah. it seemed the world genuine, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So I thought she just misunderstood what everyone else was saying and was saying Natty's pregnant, <laughs> which was sort of hilarious. <laughs>
2: There were some guys that was when I was sitting on the other side that mm-hmm. was kind of in between us or whatever mm-hmm. that were like, like in I I was watching them a lot because I liked to see that they were getting into oh yeah and yeah, stuff yeah like that it was just really cool to see.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm really excited, yeah. really excited to see the the you know the crowd that turned out and uh, everyone had a good time. I, I was able to give get a few extra pair of tickets for for some friends of ours and. Uh, they got to go and have a good time, so I'm glad everyone got to go and enjoy themselves and see a little bit of WWE live. But uh, that night, although Doug the night before got to watch it, uh, I got to watch uh, the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom Nine. Uh, Tyler, I know you got to see a little bit of it. I think about three or four matches. Yeah. Um, so we'll you know talk a little bit about that. Doug, you know, first off, you know, how was your experience of watching it?
3: Uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about some of the difficulties some people had getting it. Um I watched live, which would be one AM our time, it's two AM Eastern. I watched the live feed, the live English feed, not the Japan <laughs> uh live English commentary feed on the uh Flips app. Uh on your phone or you watch it on your computer? Well, I could have the way the Flips app works is it streams to your phone, but you open your Wi-Fi to where, if you have a smart TV with a Wi-Fi connection on the TV, you can project what's streaming to the phone to the TV, sort of gonna, like a or
1: Chromecast,
3: uh, like a Chromecast type deal. But my my TV didn't have doesn't have a Wi-Fi hmm. for the TV, so I watched it on my phone. Um, tried to, well, I did it ultimately did, but initially tried to. But um, I heard that there was some. Um, difficulties even as far as like cable providers go um, as showing I think there was some confusion I think that some people maybe felt led to believe that it was gonna not every system ended up carrying it some mm-hmm. places uh, showed the UFC of the same night's replay in, in, in the spot that that would have aired and uh, so I think some people felt left out there um
1: yeah because uh, the cable that I the cable provider that I have, Tom Warner. Yeah, they didn't show the original broadcast. They, they, the they only showed the the replay that night,
3: right? Um. am uh, trying to think. Okay, uh, there were some like I I did not get the feed. Um, the first like hour plus maybe hour ten hour and fifteen minutes of my feed was non-existent. I. Uh, uh, for a good maybe 20 or 30 minutes, it just kept playing the promo video over and over, which is like a 45-second clip video mm-hmm. over and over and over, and then it just went to black, and I got no screen whatsoever. Now, I heard later that uh, there were some issues with the Flips app is supposed to work on Xbox, Xbox One. Hmm. Uh, yes, for- they uh, Some people, I read that some people thought that it was supposed to work with Chromecast, which it ended up not. I didn't see it advertised on the flips app itself which i read through i don't recall seeing it saying that it worked on chromecast i think some people felt like they were led to believe that it would have it does say that it works on xbox and xbox one which it did not lead, did not work on those systems hmm. wow and i think uh, also there was a certain i can't recall the brand off the top of my head but there was a certain brand of smart tv which wouldn't take the feed as well so all those Damn. people who thought they were using flips that's how they were watching Uh, if they were watching on Xbox, Xbox One, that brand TV, if they had a Chromecast and that didn't work, led them all to come back to streaming it to their phones, their mobile Mm -hmm. devices, which I think is what like caused the initial stream problems. They were over, they were over, it was overbearing. Like they didn't have enough support for it because they thought it was going to be spread out between
2: the devices. Have you used Flips before? No, I signed
3: up to, I got an account just to watch this. Never used it before. May never use it again. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, uh, I guess I've, I guess the a lot of people felt misled to about that stuff because it wasn't either wasn't clear or they were promised it would be delivered in a way that it wasn't. And uh, I am proof positive I paid my thirty five dollars. It's thirty five dollars for the phone just like on pay per view. Um, and uh, I missed the first hour hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, I eventually like through some dicking around. I don't know. It, it just it came on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pretty vocal about it. I know I tweeted about it, which I never use our Twitter. Daniel is our Twitter guy. <laughs> and uh, I tweeted about it because I was mad. Well, Because I was excited and I was frustrated that I wasn't seeing it and I paid my money. Mm-hmm. Uh, also used our Facebook about it. And uh, some people were like, we should have got the, the pay-per-view. I was like, well, the issue is not that like you should... I mean, I paid my money. They offered me a product. I should right. have the product, right? Yeah. And I I, ex- I didn't expect a perfect stream. I, I would have been... Fi- not that I wanted a shitty stream, but this was, this is not me saying I had lagging issues or buffering issues. This is me saying my stream was non-existent, Right, like there was no stream. And so people were like, shit, well, look, pay, um, the reality of my situation is that cable is included in my apartment and there's no sense in me changing my cable plan and all this shit for a one-time pay-per-view. Right. So I went with the streaming option. So it's, yeah. give me what I paid for. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I did end up getting the stream about an approximately an hour and ten to an hour and fifteen minutes in. It was the finish of the Sakuraba Suzuki match is when it cut in for me. And yeah, I did we, watched, have a, we watched that match. Right? I did have a and uh you know, funny enough my stream was really strong after that. Like I did <laughs> I didn't have. I think the only hiccup I had it played for hours straight through and the only hiccup I had was during the AJ Styles uh Naito, uh which I think is third from the top if I remember correctly. Uh, match and uh, that's the only match I hiccuped in and all, all I did was like it sort of stuttered froze and then I backed out and went back in and it started working fine again so hmm. once my feed was working it was a very good stream Um but I missed missed an hour hour 10 hour 15 which is frustrating Um to their credit I did eventually get an email from the next morning um saying that um telling me you know that they were going to have the replay available for people who ordered they were going to have um the video demand for 30 days for people who had ordered who their, their stream was fucked up and uh had no extra charge for those obviously and uh also instructions for how to get a refund if you chose if you wanted to get a refund which once i settled once i got my stream mm-hmm. i was fine i was like okay right. i got I paid for it. and then uh i was still mad about it because i did email them and say look this would happen i would like to request a refund. But once my sh- but this is before my stream kicked in. Once my stream kicked in, and then even it was even more alleviated when they said, "Here you can watch the rest of the show no extra charge." Then I'm fine. I got the product right. I paid for. I saw the big important matches, and then I went back and watched the <laughs> undercard later. Yeah, but uh, that was fine then. You know, just like but it was frustrating, and you know, it should be noted that's not a New Japan problem. That is a glo- That's on the global force end. and if it's, it, it may not be directly global forces fuck up but like they are the guys who did business with flips so it's a bad first impression for some people Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh that's unfortunate because i think this was by all accounts from a creative standpoint a huge fucking success for anybody who oh, paid yeah. attention to it yeah and uh there's already talks of them wanting to do like triple mania for for a for triple a which would be like their big like their lucha wrestlemania of the year for triple a at least and um I like the idea of Global Force being this like people who not who in addition to their product they're trying to get going is going to bring you shows uh, internationally. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, people have seen these shows before, but they're offering to you in English Mm -hmm. live, which is, you know, you're not seeing this stuff live in English anywhere else,
2: right? Global Force brings you AAA with JR doing (laughs)
3: commentary. Well, I mean, we should talk about the commentary and the rest of everything, but. uh, I just wanted to sort of get out there. I know a lot of people were frustrated. I myself was frustrated. I've I've heard plenty of people who watched it through New Japan World, which was the equivalent of the WWE Network for New Japan, mm-hmm. went off without a fucking hitch. None of them had a problem. They're paying like eight bucks a month to watch. They paid. They watched it for like eight bucks, and yeah, uh, and that's cool. But I I wanted to support like that business venture. I like the idea of what they're trying to do and, and and I'm happy to give them $35. Mm-hmm. And uh because that's I would love for Global Force to be like you know bringing me like international events yeah. live in English. So I will gladly pay home. $35 for this. Yeah. yeah. I'll gladly pay $35 for that. Cool.
1: So yeah, so <laughs> I mean the 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 pay-per-view itself, I mean my goodness, if you didn't watch it, make plans to cuz
2: you know, I he we went to get food and we brought he started watching all that mm-hmm. stuff and like when I got there okay, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I know what we talk about on this podcast is W B. Yeah. My I lose focus. Yeah. I swear. I watched this thing, I did not get on my phone once. I I I watched you four were captivated. Matches. I was like totally into it. I was like, holy shit Because I think you you were were you tweeting about stuff or were you on I, was, I was I was
1: Editing photos and you stuff were doing like that. And, and I was like,
2: "Did you see?" This? And you, know, you have to rewind. It. I was like, "Look at this shit! Look at it!" I was mm-hmm. like, super focused, and I haven't felt like that in a while. Well, yeah. what
3: matches did you end up seeing? Okay, the first match. It is match, a four-hour four show, and it's a little long, but it was a quick four hours, man. It I'm gonna really tell you. was.
2: <laughs> but when you're when you're focused and everything is good, and you it goes by fast, you know. Mm-hmm. Or it seems. Uh, I came in with I think it was the. Four on four. It was with Shelton X. Benjamin mm-hmm. with uh, Lance Archer and Davy Boy Smith. And uh, I forgot the other guy that's with them. versus. Uh,
3: the Noah guys. Yeah. I uh, watched that. Marafuji, TMDK, Tiana. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: And then uh, that was good. Uh, what else we watched? We watched. I think after that was the uh, Suzuki versus uh, – was that the MMA match? The uh, Suzuki?
3: Sakuraba Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, that was definitely – Holy that.
2: moly, I like that <laughs> style, man. That's really cool. He's just like beating the hell out of each other and just mm-hmm. like the 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 palm strikes and stuff to the face. Like, wow. I mean, I love it. I mean, uh, also one thing I liked though, too, and I kept on saying to Daniel was – We should the- say
3: for people who didn't watch it or don't know what's going on, it was UWFI Rules. Which is like tap out or knock out. So like that's
2: yeah. Sorry, I didn't.
3: No, no, no. I'm just saying for people who are listening but didn't mm-hmm. see it or whatever. What else was he doing?
2: And like I was just because I don't know, you know, a lot of these guys. And like uh,
3: Suzuki, well, what, uh, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Suzuki was the guy with the the half of the mohawk. Is back yeah, there. I was like, he's yeah.
3: got like designs like shaved into it. Cause they were he saying, just dyed it. It's usually black. He just dyed it to, to wear his old white gear. with. Looks cool. And I, I was he's like, because they were saying, he's crazy. I was like, yeah, look at him. He's fucking
2: crazy. Look at his eyes. Look at his hair, man. He's crazy. <laughs> and all that stuff. And I, I really got into it. Uh
1: Get to see the cleaner.
2: Oh, that was my favorite match I saw was actually with Kenny Omega versus... uh a That was See, awesome. I thought it was
3: disappointing. I was, really? I was let down. Well, but-
2: you see more of Kenny Omega stuff than I did. I, I have. There's certain things that I like. They did like I, I don't. I mean, I know of him, but I haven't seen too much. And like, I like how he looks.
3: He's got a good look, no doubt.
2: He does. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I and like- I do
3: like. I should clarify. I do like Omega. I was just. I thought this was like a light down a match. I was expecting a little more from these dudes. But
2: go ahead. That was my. F- Probably like one of my favorite matches I've seen. I like I liked how he moved and how he did everything. He just went up and just slaps him like it, was, it wasn't like a regular slap. But it was kind of like a slow motion kind of slap Pew. and just backed off like he was all cool and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he did that. And
3: God, did you see the never t- the never open point title with the Ishii and uh Back out the chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. We saw that top. Yeah, that uh, that was a good match too. So that's
3: one, two, three, four. Is that the four you saw? Yeah. Did you leave after that? Did you see the whole show?
1: i <laughs> I want to say I did, but you know, I I missed a good portion of it because I was I had my focus on something else. So I want to go back and rewatch it all. Um, but the I mean, the matches that I saw were were great. Um, my only my only issue is that I I was distracting myself. I had my laptop in front of me, sure. so so every once in a while I'd look up and then look back at the screen, look back up, and so um, I need to, I'd like to watch it, you know, start to finish, me too, just well, me. Well, g- uh,
3: give me some highlight for just for I just want to know. I'll get through mine, but it, like Tyler, give me at least another highlight from what you saw, and Dino, and give me some, some highlights for you as well, like maybe a favorite match or two or so, or from, just from what you saw or whatever. I'm just i I'm just interested to see your – Two
2: favorite matches of what I saw was actually uh, Suzuki versus uh, – Sakuraba. That one, and then uh, of uh, Omega versus uh, – what's the guy's name? Uh, Taguchi. Something – See the the reason I remember uh, Suzuki because I was like Suzuki. I remember that name. I know it sounds bad, but I'm trying to remember guys' names because I'm not really familiar with any of right.
3: them. Right, but it's hard when you you don't speak the language. You don't you you're not super familiar with the product, and um, a lot of the Japanese names are hard, like pronunciation wise, and dude, stuff. Dude, like
2: with all these guys, like the one with the open. What was it? That title match? The other one? The which one? The guy with the chains, what
3: was it called? Uh Togi He wore the, uh,
2: the belt, whatever, and the other guy was it the stone bulldog or stone what <laughs> Stone Cold Pitbull. Stone Cold Pitbull. That dude had no neck. Uh <laughs> uh all he those guys like that. They, that by they, way. Yeah, I kept on dude, saying
3: that. I'll I'll just break it in. That's probably that was probably like my third favorite match of the night. Um just for people who didn't see it, Ishii versus Makabe, these dudes are just they just beat the fuck out of Yeah, so together. that's
2: the one thing I was gonna mention. they Oh, it was the so
3: 70, awesome. 70% of this match was them lariating the shit out of each other <laughs> yes. and chopping the shit out of yes. each other. Yes. And if you don't like big, stout, bad oh motherfuckers hitting each other really hard, I don't know why you're watching wrestling in the first place, <laughs> but it was fucking great. I yes. loved it.
2: Yes. That was another thing. I also, remember.
3: like, uh, with Ishii, she uh, has the fucked up um, shoulder so, yeah, separated, yeah. and he... Uh, my company gave him that German, and he ate it on the fuck yeah. up shoulder. You remember? Was, it was like, oh, god. not on the bunk shoulder, dude. You I got you to rewind that. I think that was yeah. the part
2: I got you to rewind. I was Like, did you see that shit?
1: Mm-hmm. It
2: was like a shoulder, and I kept. I'm sorry, I kept on making neck jokes about that guy because I, like, I can't <laughs> the whole see the match.
1: Neck. It wasn't just part of the match. It wasn't just the entrance. It was like the whole match. Like, dude, he doesn't have a neck. Oh my god, look at his neck. He <laughs> doesn't. It's
3: not there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's a good match though. You gotta give it for those Um, guys. You gotta love two dudes who're just willing to will. Yeah, I love that. I
2: noticed that with like uh, the thing
1: I've seen. They're just like how they hit each other and stuff. Like she fucking gave him
3: the chop in the throat. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And wasn't he wasn't he like kicking him on the arm? He was working the fucking shoulder. And
3: again, dude, that German. When you most most of the time when you see a guy like throw the German, he leaned like he tilted him and he leaned into where he ate the German on the fucked Mm -hmm. up. uh, I mean, That's part of the story, but he ate the German on the fucked up, uh, yeah shoulder. But um, uh,
1: probably a favorite moment for for me was the AJ Styles clash.
3: Styles so clash off the second round. Yeah, row. that was what. Yeah,
1: it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I have never and, seen him
3: do that before.
1: And what I liked is that you know the throughout the match the you know the commentary team is selling you know he's been breaking necks with this move.
3: That moves a fucking killer. Yeah. What
1: so, really? Yeah. That's badass. <laughs> and so they were like, dude, this could like, well, use it to your advantage, I guess. Yeah. And so, uh, so they were hyping the the importance of that move, and then they they did it from the from the second row. And they're like, oh my god, he made me dead. You know, like, see, so it was kind of a shock
2: to me. And because I'm not used to it, uh, like Jr. calling this stuff like this. I mean, the he's this style. He's, style. he's name dropping everybody. <laughs> I mean, and I like that too. Yeah, and a lot of stuff. Well,
3: let's talk. I, I do. I do want to talk at some of my highlights. But let's since you're transitioning into commentary, Sorry. let's talk about well, no, let's let's talk about commentary because this was a big selling point for Global mm-hmm. Force. They're saying we got Jr. to call this. We got Striker to call us. Mostly we got Jr. But you know, yeah, Striker's there too. I mean, uh. That was a big selling point. So how how was the commentary overall for you guys? What did you think about
2: it? Um For the things I heard, though, I liked how, you know, he would mention certain things, and I can't remember certain Japanese he guys. Being, huh? He being. uh JR, okay. sorry. JR would mention certain Japanese guys that he saw in the 90s. He's like, oh, it reminds me of this person. But he would also name drop a lot of people. Oh, this is, you know, like Sheldon Oh, he, he, he was with Brock, and, you know, he mentioned Brock. He will mention people from... You know, like uh, uh, I guess even um, Matt Striker was like, oh, uh, they would talk about. I think it was Team. Was it Team D? How do you say their name? TMDK. D uh, K. Was Finn Bal or oh, no, what's it called? Um, uh, what was his other name? Sorry, Fergal. Fergal. I don't know if he was part of that. He was part of something that they mentioned. And They're like, oh, it was he's a Bullet in- Club guy. Yeah. Okay, Bullet Club. Okay, because he he's in NXT now. It's Finn. I mean, just it's just weird because it's you don't. S- it's hard to see that like he he's name dropping like a lot of people and mm-hmm. like in WWE and, and, and other places too. So I thought that was pretty cool. I, it was just a shock just to hear him call this all this stuff Jr. Because I'm yeah, just used well, to him calling WWE stuff and, and just and not all. to mention
1: like you said with the name drops. Uh, you know whenever you hear whenever you hear a, a pay per view for a wrestling organization, normally they try to avoid mentioning other organizations. Whereas Jr. and and Stryker are like. Dropping everybody.
3: They probably, uh, to be honest, they probably said too much. Yeah. they probably said more than they needed to. They, yeah, that
1: was one of the things I felt like they were doing too a little bit too much name dropping. Right. Like, okay, it was you know, it was
3: a little bit too like factoid. Like,
1: yeah. Oh, that those super kicks right. remind
3: me of Shawn Michaels. Oh, a stunner, and you know, did they really say Shawn Michaels? is Yeah, gold?
1: that was in the opening uh, in the opening uh, oh, contest. Wow. But um, I felt they they did a solid job. They they meshed well. Um, I feel like JR was there to to call the action and he did a he did a good enough job I felt like Matt Stryker was more invested in it he he was more passionate he you know he knew the history of everything that was going on you know um, you know they, they made a few references that I didn't get you know JR you can say this and then I'll say this and I'm like Okay, I don't even know what that means. He really
3: wanted J.R. to say what was that? Was a Japanese
2: yeah. You're going to say this at the end? Or you're going to say, I don't know what you yeah. just said. I'm like, well, I don't know what that is.
1: But, um, you know, I I feel like uh, Stryker did, uh, had a strong performance. Um, you know, they did a very good job of explaining things for people who hadn't seen it like here's the reason why there's a 20 count instead of a 10 count here's the reason why they're doing this and so you know you might not see a normal tag out the can you know the action will just continue like i, I really enjoyed that you know for you know cuz sometimes you'll watch something and you're like okay what's going on here why is why why are these two going at it and they did a very good job of telling the story and explaining the history and uh, i i thought they did a, a solid job i like to see more from from these guys together
3: yeah, I personally I thought it was a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were good in spots and they were missing spots. Um, simply put, they are just not familiar enough with the product to get the right stuff about. They they absolutely did their homework.
0: Mm-hmm. They
3: knew what to say, but they didn't always know where to to emphasize, where to put emphasis. Like uh, just simple things like Jr. Just not familiar enough with their movesets to know when to really emphasize in your fall or really emphasize a focal point of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like uh, during the main event, uh, Okada versus Tanahashi, uh, Tanahashi's the first guy to kick out of the Rainmaker, period. And hmm. they did say that, but they said it sort of offhandedly instead of emphasizing like, oh my God, nobody kicks out of the fucking Rainmaker. Right. <laughs> and stuff like that. So that was just... They did say... Pretty dryly, oh, well, no one's kidding. But they didn't, like, sell it. Like, oh, my God. You know, WWE, they fucking, they hit you over the head with shit too much. Well, they said it too dryly. They, right. like, they didn't hold your hand enough, like, especially for a debut, like, presenting this to people. Mm-hmm. They didn't know enough to emphasize it enough to get some things across. Um. Uh. JR, JR's, JR's good at getting a story across in a match. He's just not familiar enough with the product. Right. I would like to see them get another chance. I think he'd do a lot better a second time. Mm-hmm. And Stryker, I I think Stryker realized that Jr was the draw, and he was trying to let Jr do all the heavy lifting, and he was just sort of trying to tee things up for Jr. But Jr didn't know enough to fucking swing it. You know what right. I mean? He,
4: he couldn't knock so, it out of the park. So
3: So when Stryker would try to compensate for him, it would come off sort of all uneven because he was trying to let jr do the heavy lifting because he knew people wanted to hear jr do right. it like shut up striker no one right. wants to hear you but even another but another thing that the striker did who um that sort of bugged me was like he was doing the like uh what something i liked about jr and that i sort of hated about what striker was doing is like i forget uh what match it was during but um Stryker said something about a swerve and jared just says i don't know what that is <laughs> Oh yeah well, like, ne- i've you. never been swerved in my
1: life I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about
3: yeah some people thought that was like a that was like a shot at russo but i took it as like uh him saying don't use the fucking like smart mark terms. terms you yeah. know what i mean but it, it could have been either way but because he also like he also said he was marking out for nakamura who he said was his favorite wrestler which is cool and Nakamura's fucking awesome but like I think he tried to go a little, a little too like new. He was he tried to do a little too smart mark on the commentary. Like he knew more than Jr. Mm-hmm. and he could have helped Jr. out a lot. But then like he veered he off. Been into,
1: overpowering.
3: Well, and also he went into the he he tried to use like smart terms, which is kind of dumb. He went like he said stuff he didn't need to say say about stuff like PWG and shit like that. I Was like. Stuff that didn't pertain to what was going on. What did he say about PWG? He was just sort of I don't I don't even recall to be honest with you, but he was just sort of naming stuff, and uh, that was just sort of weird. And uh, he Stryker did this thing that that managed to be simultaneously like charming to me and annoying to me, like at the same time, which mm-hmm. is totally weird. Where Stryker kept doing this thing where he kept the equivalent of what he was saying was like, isn't this cool, JR? Isn't this cool? And it reminded me of like, whenever I was like a, a kid, like five or six. And my dad would be like walking down the hall and I'd be playing video games and I'd be like trying to get his attention. I'd be like, dad, did you see what I did? Isn't it cool? Like, yeah. and, uh, you know, and that sort of charmed me. And also the more it went on, sort of annoyed me because, because it felt <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly like that. That's great. Because I can appreciate like Stryker being like wanting JR to like share in his enthusiasm yeah. for what was going on. Like the same way, like, because he thinks JR is cool and he thinks New Japan's cool and he's like, he wants the cool guy to say the thing that he thinks is cool is cool too. Mm-hmm. Just like when you're playing games and you want your dad to be like, That's cool, son, like oh, whatever. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that, but it was like also sort of annoying at the same time. Yeah. It was just like he did it too much, you know he what I mean? He
1: was like, Stryker is the is the type of comment, commentator that you either love him or you hate him just because of how, how he just because how he calls the match.
3: Well, he is I didn't realize so many people hated him because I always thought he was what? like there, there is a lot yeah, of, a lot of dislike him. for him. I didn't realize he was so hated.
1: I, I always, and I think it's, I think it's for that reason. Wow! Like, he gets, he gets so into it that some people. That's the reason tend I like him because
3: he's
2: such a fanboy and that he no. has so much. No, I'm not. No, not in a bad. No, 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 I like
3: that too. I like that about him too. Yeah. It's
2: just that he's so much. He has so much knowledge. He likes the stuff. He likes talking about. Yeah. That's what I loved in WWE mm-hmm. about him. They wanted to shut him up, yeah. but I—I I love they'll call
1: out the name of the move that you're hitting, and
2: that's so cool, man.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I enjoyed it. the, the matches were great. I, I want to go back and rewatch them uh, just so I can further appreciate them. The final, the 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 main event, uh, very solid matchup. Um,
3: it was really good. I just thought like the wrong guy won. For you know, people who don't, Tanahashi beat Okada. The build was sort of like that. Okada is. Okada's the heel, Tanahashi's the face, but it's sort of like Okada won G1 Climax, which is sort of like got him the main event or whatever, and he mm-hmm. he he tombstone uh, Tanahashi you know, like on the on the summit, which is outside of Bullet Club, not a lot of shenanigans like that happen in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Bullet Bullet Club is sort of the shenanigans, and then everyone else is pretty much like straightforward shit. Right. But uh, so he's sort of like uh, there they sort of like they mention this a lot, uh, which I, I think was one of the what they did w- like well is they sort of drove home that to the top three guys in New Japan are Tanahashi, Okada, and Nakamura. So, but Okada's the young like it guy; he's like twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Tanahashi's in his late thirties. For all intents and purposes, if you don't follow New Japan, Tanahashi is the Cena of New Japan. Right. Um, he's not as divisive as uh, as Cena. Like he's, I mean. I mean, more people love Tanahashi than love Cena just because style is different. He works different style. You you know, watch it, you'll understand. But it was sort of like felt like Okada was the guy that should have went over there. It was sort of his drop kick was beautiful. Well, see, that's the thing that that's the, 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 sort of the puzzling thing. I I like that Jr. thought thinks that he has such a good drop kick that he put the drop kick over so much, but then like they didn't put over that they kicked out of the fucking ring maker, <laughs> and no one's kicked like. He's hit the Rainmaker and then not been able to make a pin for like, you know, however long. And mm-hmm. then people have like kicked out. But if he hits the Rainmaker and pins you, that's, you fu- it. that's it. You hit, that's, you bit the dust. And hmm. they didn't put that over strong enough. In my they,
1: opinion. They, they were explaining a lot how many people came back, how many conversations they had with people backstage. Right. It was like every match. Oh, yeah. I was talking to him backstage. Yeah, and yeah. The, I was like, <laughs> how, like, did you just have like a seminar backstage or like, how long did this lunch go were on? Were they. Out there by the ring,
2: or is this that they just – I didn't see them. The
3: only thing – the only, like, video I saw, like, is the opening video, which showed, like, an overhead view hmm. of the screen and the setup of the crowd. I couldn't get a good sense for where they were sitting.
4: Yeah.
1: If – I mean, I saw, like, a, a media table, like, in but the it shadows. But so many people. Yeah. I didn't see a cowboy hat, so. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I can't – I can't, like – That's not uh, to
1: say it wasn't there, but – yeah.
3: I can't go on without putting over... um, You know, like I said, I really liked Ishii and uh, Makabe. That was probably my third favorite. I probably thought Ikata Tanahashi was my second... Which was the main event, which was probably my second favorite of the night. But I can't fucking go on to Raw without putting over Akamura Obushi, Because it was fucking sick. I mean... I'm just going to say this. like You can nickel and dime every match. Wrestling is subjective and you can nickel and dime every match. But... That's about as you know close to a perfect match as I've seen in a long time. And if you didn't like that, fu- if you watch that match and you don't like it, you're fucking blind. <laughs> Period. You're dead to Doug. No, you're just blind. You're 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 blind or stupid. Like <laughs> this match was fucking sick. Go out of your way, thirty five dollars, pay it, do whatever you got to do, eight whatever on New Japan World. Watch the Nakamura Obushi. It was just fucking sick, dude. It was sick.
4: Yeah.
1: Good stuff.
3: Oh, uh, they're gonna bring it to D V D. Doubt it.
1: Oh. Maybe we can find someone that can burn off of my D V R you can take it home with you.
2: So uh, uh second- I like I said, yeah, I enjoyed it <laughs> and I just want to say this again. I was
1: super focused. Mm-hmm. Have to come over one day and check it out again and enjoy the show. So, uh, but we do want to thank uh, Jeff Jarrett uh, and all the folks at Global Force Wrestling for uh, for putting this show on, bringing it to us, and bringing it to our attention, and uh, you know, coming on our show to to even talk about it. It was really cool. So,
3: uh, one more thing I'll say before we move on: that if you are someone who is constantly like down on WWE, which I think is fair to be down on WWE right now, if I think you got to put your money where your mouth is. If if you want a competing product, I think you got to get. You need to go out there and spend a little money and check out something else that's out there. Mm. And don't uh, be afraid
2: to search for people. Even if you want to see this event, you may be confused of all the guys and stuff.
3: Just not watch the fucking yeah. watch the fucking show. You will like the wrestling. Period. You don't. You won't. It won't matter.
2: I knew I was going to ask you. Um, okay, so was this this event? Was it uh, all the Japan organizations? And one or it's just only you know how they just New, Japan. New Japan. Yeah. Cause they said there's some other events. Well that they, don't...
3: they're they're starting sort of a working agreement with Noah and there were some Noah guys on the card.
2: But they were talking about that now. They're like there's like the three major companies they don't they don't uh, affiliate or with each other. Really?
3: I think what you're talking about is when they were talking about uh Fuji, who is the, the NOAA GHC champion right now. Currently they were talking about that he has been the junior heavyweight champion of the, the three bigger Japanese okay. companies, which would be new Japan, all Japan and Noah. I think that's what you're we talking about. But, uh, I just want to say like, if you, if you're down on like WWE, like there, there is not another company out there that can give you WWE, at WWE prices right now <laughs> until you support them to, to get there. Like you yeah. got to give them money now to get there. I understand people like if you can't be bothered to go find something else, or to to pay a little bit of money to watch another pay per view or buy a DVD or buy a stream or whatever, then you know, like maybe don't fucking whine about the WWE so much because you're not going to get an alternative product if you don't support an alternative product. Mm-hmm. Period.
1: Good stuff. So definitely check it out. Um, so it was a yeah. good it was a good day of wrestling for us. We got to see some WWE. I some wish it was you know New I
2: could have you know if there was no WWE event I would watch the whole day you know watch it through and through Mm -hmm. but i mean i'll watch the rest of it this week sometime whenever you uh have some time off i'll go to your house
1: come on over thursday or something (sighs) have a good time so uh, we
3: can stop the show right now i'll show you knocking mirabushi on my phone right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) so uh,
2: I i wouldn't mind doing that
1: so all right we'll run through run through raw uh real quick uh not a great start for 2015 i'm just gonna go out and say it um Fans didn't, No,
2: yeah, no no no, the authority's back, dude.
1: No. That's not going to save it. Um, if anything, I feel like it hindered it a little bit.
2: No, it's going to it's a, it'll pick up at the Royal Rumble. Sure. deep Bryan, man.
1: Yeah. Well, that'll that'll be a saving grace. Um, that'll at least bring them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this uh, this raw was not very good. It was very bland. Um, people were hating on the on the ending not just because of what the events that transpired, but it was the execution in which it was done. Just poor matches and lackluster and, I mean, we kick things off with authority and, uh, and you know, or, I'm sorry, Cena in the ring with with all of the uh, WWE locker room saying, you know, I'm sorry for going back on my word and authority is like, well, hey, you should be, you know, we're, we're happy you saw what's best for business, even though you went back on your word and you know, violated the trust of all these people. So Bitches. yep. So for that, um, Mr. Rollins, we're gonna give you a main event in the Royal did Rumble. Did you see this
2: coming? I did not.
1: Uh I didn't I didn't I don't know what to think about this unless it's just gonna be like a cheap win for, for Lesnar or something. What are your thoughts? Like I'll just take out Rollins and uh Yeah.
0: Well I mean
2: I've I said this and y'all uh well I don't know about you, I know you were like, eh. Uh but I was like, I do wanna see Rollins versus Brock. Mm. But this is probably gonna like Rollins can get like different shots in while Cena, maybe Cena and uh I this, don't know. Is,
3: this is what I think this is what I think this sets up. This is I think this sets up Rollins to be the guy to take the fall from Brock so they don't have to beat Cena again. Brian wins the rumble. You have a Brian Lesnar WrestleMania. Rollins cashes in on Brian.
2: We, we said that last yeah. week. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think. But
3: I think this puts this puts it in play, is what I'm saying. Yeah. By adding Rollins in, he's the guy. He's the fall guy. Then he's a the guy. Who gets-
1: it's going to be mostly just a beat down on John Cena for the majority of the match. Cena's going to try and come back. They're going to get the upper hand. Lesnar's going to turn on Rollins. Deliver an F five to him. Get the pin. One, two, three. Oh, I retain the title. Nothing's going to stop. Stop me now. Oh, that's that's my early prediction for the. I've been saying
3: that's a dream match for like a, for a couple of years now, and yeah. like I really really want to see that.
1: <laughs> it match. might be coming true, there, dog.
3: And I don't. I wouldn't. It wouldn't even bother me if they immediately cashed in Rollins immediately cashed in like a decimated O'Brien who just barely got past Lesnar. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't bother me, but I really want to see that match. And it, like the thing that the thing that would
1: disappoint me the most uh, would be like another short Daniel O'Brien title run. Like really, like. Not even a day he would keep it if that were to happen. Well, Although it would be historical to see. Yeah. It's like I want to see Daniel Bryan hold the title, be champion for a while, but... Me know. too,
3: but the thing that Bryan sort of has going for him is Bryan's the fucking giant killer. He beat all the mm-hmm. big dudes. He beat all the big dudes clean. He beat Cena clean. He yep. beat Triple H clean. Yep. He beat uh, Orton and Batista at the same time. Yep. That's why I love him. So even if, even if it was like a even if it just transitioned to him chasing Rollins for the belt, mm-hmm. they can make Rollins in the process and then he could eventually get the belt back. But even then, I just like the idea of him beating Brock. I like that. He's like the giant killer. I like, yeah, he's a he guy beat be-
1: big show clean sure. whenever he won the title for the first time. Why well, don't just
3: mean <laughs> not just in stature, a big guy, but he beat all the, right. bi- he well, beat all the the big names. Yeah. As you, know
2: you say, you know, and I agree too. He's, he's great at big man, little man.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there's something someone want to ask you since he's the best. Um, she so weren't here last week. Um, what was your feelings about Brian's speech? Did you know that? Uh, did you feel like he was gonna um, retire? Retire or
3: when I saw that it was like plugged on Twitter and picked up by the the news sites, I th- I felt like shades of Mark Henry. I did, not not that he was gonna like swerve, but see, I didn't
2: see that. I didn't look on the internet. That's, I didn't. Well, I mean, they they made
1: mention of it.
3: Not that he was gonna turn, but that he was they were using it to make his like return announcement and not uh, yeah. that he was going away. Although he did do a good job of selling that. The, the little pa- the look in his eyes and the pause he gave whenever he, cause you know how he does the yes and no stuff whenever he said, is my career over and the pause and the look <sighs> on his eyes for like 0.5 seconds. I was like, no, no motherfucker. No. <laughs> but then he was like, you know, you know,
1: the answer. No. Is no, no! well, yeah. I am
3: ready to fight.
2: Well, I was just wondering how you felt about that because
3: I think he like he rushed back though. I mean, we've been talking since the punk thing, I'm sort of worried that uh, he's maybe
2: back sooner than he was he was ready. To I see. hope not, man. I hope that he doesn't, because, you know, because early. here's the
3: idea is like he's probably not gonna wrestle till the rumble mm-hmm. and he could be pre- protected a lot in the rumble and they could be trying to buy time to mania for him to wrestle because. He doesn't have to do a whole lot in the Rumble because a lot of guys they can camouflage. He's a little
1: guy, so he's going to be down a lot.
3: So I'm like, is he coming back too soon? And they're just trying to buy him time. I hope not, man. I love Daniel Bryan, and I hope, I fucking hope more than anything, he wins the Rumble and has a fucking awesome match against Lesnar at WrestleMania. But you got to be in good
2: shape. Like, if I mean, if you're still in bad pain and Brock Lesnar is still going to, you know. Whoop up on you? you
3: know? Well, my 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 point is like as as much as I love Brian and as, as big of a fan of his as that I am, and as much as he would be a sh- an injection into the product that it sorely needs right mm-hmm. now, ultimately like I don't want him to do it at the expense of his health. Like right. yeah,
1: I agree. I just hope he's not coming. But back if it gets him Lesnar versus Dan- Brian,
3: no, I mean even then, like <laughs> I I'm a selfish prick, but I'm not that selfish. I want, like, we you know.
2: want him in good health. You know?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, and see, like the thing is like all the reports are saying, oh, he's going to have to have surgery. He might not even be back in time from, for
3: mania. Here's the thing is like, well, they do that short of shit all the time to mm-hmm. sort of like make it hazy when a guy's going to come back. Yeah. Or at least I think that it feels like they do that. But here's the thing is like, why put him in the rumble at all? If he's not going to win it, yeah. like why rush him back to the rumble if, he's, if you're not going to do something with them. Yeah.
1: I feel like that has to be like they're audible. Like okay, if Brian is cleared to compete, he's, he's the he's the plan. If Like this this Roman thing isn't isn't really working out for us so far.
3: Yeah. If Brian's got the green light, you got to fucking pump the brakes on Roman. You have no yeah. choice. Like
1: I don't I don't see cuz we, we haven't seen acceleration for for Roman.
3: I mean, fucking exactly work, work what I said the last big- week working the big show until the rumble is not going to push him to the next level. Not at all. And that's not even a slight against the big show. It's just not going to, Mm-hmm.
1: but you know, so, uh, so back to raw, um, you know, Rollins added to the, the Royal rumble main event. So I think that, you know, I think what we've discussed is more than likely what's going to happen. Uh, Lesnar going to turn on, uh, on Rollins and, uh, retain his title that way. So we'll have to see, but, um, Next up, we got the first matchup we got to see Dolph Ziggler defending his title uh, against Wade Barrett. Um, very short matchup. Dolph Ziggler ends up getting the victory, but then Wade Barrett, after the match, attacks him, obliterates him. Kane comes out and is like, oh man, I forgot to tell you. Uh, this is a two out of three falls uh, match. So, uh, you know, go ahead and ring the bell.
2: What's the shit about? What was it? Last week, I was like, oh no. So Wade Barrett
1: uh, is he a face? He came back as a face just to, you know, return, and now he's evil. I
2: don't fucking know. Yep.
1: Lack of direction. They don't know well, what they're doing. In WWE 2K15, there is a lot of direction,
2: and I'm sorry, but I he went over Sting and he injured Sting. So. What? <laughs> yeah.
1: So he's out.
3: Barrett injured Sting.
1: Yeah. So Sting's I, out or Barrett's out? Sting's out. Oh, I thought you were like taking Barrett out for. I should have injuring Sting. Suspend him. Um, you compared Baron over Sting? you GM. I did for a little bit. You're GM. I'm switching things up, man. I got three brands to
2: run, okay? <laughs> He's got a lot on his plate. What's your third brand? NXT? NXT, yeah. I switched Del Rio to NXT. Oh, really? At that move, I had a... Uh, because last night, because the tag team, I was like, I'm going to make uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro tag team, and they were both in NXT, and I was like, you're coming to the main roster and you're going to win the fucking titles.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it was done. Yeah, it was done. Won who titles. did they
2: defeat? Uh, who had a title my Universe. Oh, um, they're both hills. So uh, it was Hopper and uh, Rhodes. This,
3: this just popped into my head. What if our podcast ins- consisted of us talking, like analyzing Tyler's, like at WWE, <laughs> uh, his like that could uh, be our
1: secondary <laughs> podcast, our spinoff <laughs> for A Bear.
3: We just analyze, like, booking decisions of Tyler's universe mode yeah. all the time.
1: <laughs> like, so wait a second. You're telling me Barrett went over Sting? <laughs> well, He's not I kept ready on the Iron guy. Man
2: match, and I kept on hitting with the bull hammer, so I <laughs> gave him a concussion. Oh, so you were fighting as Barrett. Yeah, as Barrett. Wow. Well, no, no, no. What I happened to be- Sting go over a lot of people. I mean, he beat Big being Show. being, like, unbiased and he all that? He beat Big Show. Uh, who else did he
1: beat? He, be- he won the title for a while. Undertaker beat him for the title. If you're gonna be general manager, you can't be playing as the character. You just I have to do what You I have want. to let the card run.
2: You know what I did? Uh, sorry, I know we're getting off topic. If you bring a character from one of your other brands and and not like necessarily put them on another brand, but if you just like uh, change participants in the match, mm-hmm. they will stay on that brand and the other brand go back and forth. Because Big Show was the world heavyweight uh, champion, and I put um. Kevin Owens on there and he started attacking me. I was like, oh, this motherfucker, uh, Kevin Owens is coming for you. And then I beat him and he became the world heavyweight champion while he was an NXT champion.
1: So wow. Kevin Owens is man. Did you fight as Kevin Owens? Yes. Is that what that's Well why he it fucking happened?
2: attacked me after Big Show attacked me after the fucking match? I didn't I didn't put that shit in there. You
3: believe this guy?
2: No, not really. I do what I want. Anyway, like sorry.
1: So biased. I was
3: just this uh, what? It's biased. Oh, I thought you said it's so hot in here. It
1: is rather warm,
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think this is shitty boogying. I think it's a real dumb boogying. Mm-hmm. I was just warming up to Ziggler too. Like, uh, I just sort of <laughs> come around on the guy. I like. I was really inve- I was like really invested in the idea of them like letting Ziggler have a nice little run and sort of redefining the Intercontinental Title. This doesn't surprise me how WWE is. And then they go and pull this bullshit. And I was just like, what are you fucking thinking?
1: It's because Wade Barrett is one of JBL's boys who, by the way, blocked us on Twitter. Thank you very much.
3: Well, let me bury him before you bury him. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I know people like Barrett, but uh, I mean, people like lots of shit. I don't like, I I don't, (laughs) I don't get it. Um, I have never seen anything out of Barrett that has made me think for a second. He was a good worker. And on top of that, his gimmick sucks. But he's afraid he's got some bad news. That's a, that's his that's his thing. I don't like his gimmick.
2: I just like his accent.
3: <laughs> I don't like his gimmick, and I don't like his ring work. I don't know.
2: But you like his accent?
3: Oh fuck his accent! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't I don't have any JBL is snack. all
1: over Barrett's his dick. Yeah, his dick.
3: <laughs> I just love it when he says, "I've got some bad news." I don't, get to, I don't know why. I honestly don't understand why people what they people see in him, what people like about him.
1: I don't know. I was about to say, someone's, someone high up is high on him, I guess. It's JBL. That has to be? Yes. He was featured on their JBL and Cole show, and so everyone who's been on that show, you know, featured for a while, you start seeing him more often. Not necessarily. Heath Slater was on there for a while as the
2: cousin of uh, JBL. And but- he was... Featured
1: for a while. 3MB and all that.
4: Somebody Quim get Titus O'Neil on
3: that fucking show. <laughs> Somebody get Titus O'Neil on that show then.
1: Yeah, I'm officially done with JBL. He blocked us on Twitter. So. Want to tell everyone?
3: Well, basically,
1: he he made a, a comment saying that Michael Cole is the best commentator, you know, today. Um, And so, just out of the curiosity, I responded, well, you do know that JR is calling uh, New Japan... Wrestle Kingdom, right? I mean, he, JR is the best. I'm sorry. Today, tomorrow, forever, he will be the best. And so that was apparently enough for him to block, block me.
2: But then you said he deleted the comment. He did.
1: He deleted that tweet uh, after a bunch of favorites and retweets and all that started showing up on, on our news because I guess people agreed with me.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't care either way. I don't necessarily... I don't necessarily care if he honestly believed that, and I don't necessarily care if... He was like, like, sorry to the
1: haters, but Cole's the best commentator today.
3: I mean, I don't care if he truly believes that, and I don't I don't even care. I don't think you did anything offensive. I just don't I don't see how your skin could be that thin over that... If, if that's what you tweeted him, mean, I don't see how your well, skin could I was already
1: be. frustrated with him to begin with, so...
3: Well, you think he, like, has a personal Daniel... He's, he's got someone checking in on you. Like, he knows this, that shit you've been like, talking Who's this, this fucking
2: guy? This asshole. <laughs> his fucking podcast are dead to me. Yep.
1: I'll never go on their show. Maybe
3: Did you tweet some other things about him, and maybe he scrolled down the feed and was like, oh, these assholes. Nope. Uh, his <laughs> skin said, is just that thin.
1: Yep. He's, he's, he's that temperamental. Wow. Oh, you're going to disagree with me? Block. <laughs> Block. Block No, oh. Wow. But whatever. So uh, Wade Barrett ends up getting the victory, becoming the new Intercontinental title. I think I read somewhere it's the third. I accidentally
3: tweeted at an Italian... <laughs> and t- enticing kid about their dead cat that I forgot died and they didn't block it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is there, no, it's honest mistake. honest yeah. yeah. mistake.
3: Uh, it was an honest mistake. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's more offensive than what you typed. Yeah. And yeah. Per- that's more personal than what you it typed. It is.
1: And we're like, you know, <laughs> God, whatever. But I think I, I read somewhere that this is like the third Intercontinental title change. Did like yeah. that? No, that's my shoot. <laughs> he farted. No, uh... <laughs> But like, this is the third title change in like two months from Harper, Harper to Ziggler. And God, that just sounds so bad. Uh, and now we're Z- trying to reproduce <laughs> it. Yeah, sorry. just stop. We all know it happened.
3: Okay, well, find. But
1: uh, uh, after that, we got to see the Ascension in action. I'm um,
2: s- uh, I'm sorry, I'm not so far the twice, I'm not really digging them.
1: Really? Yeah, I come out and sort of rip on demolition and the Road Warriors saying that, you know
2: I get they want to be like that style for today. Yeah. I get that. Um uh, what was I gonna say? And I know that or people say that they're good they're they're good for squashing people and stuff. Right. And one of the guys was the guy uh was he an ROW Yes ROW and he was also yeah, the taller the, uh, the taller one. Yeah, he was uh he was also one of the uh Rosebuds. Rose Rosebud's at the house show that we went to mm-hmm yeah um, and then also what well, Kinsey was too and mm-hmm. and she was also a rosebud for Corpus Christi too right yes yeah, okay
1: so really cool stuff there was also uh, there was a few more ROW talent that was uh, that was on there so really cool stuff to see to see some of those guys and and gals uh, but Doug what are you what are your thoughts on the Ascension at least so far
3: Um, I haven't seen anything to make me believe that they are capable of working anything other than a squash match and that's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't, I haven't seen anything to make me think they're that great, but what I have a huge fucking problem with is first of all, the fans are stupid enough to buy into it. And also the commentary just being worthless motherfuckers (laughs) that the best commentary on the, the best commentator in the world and the guy who blocked you, uh, I hope our man book wasn't... I hope our man book wasn't in on this because I'm about to bury all three of these fucks. But, uh... I don't give a fuck that they said they could kill Demolition in Legion of Doom. They're trying to get over. Exactly.
1: They're trying to get a reaction. <laughs> yeah. That's your mission. Nothing is off topic. Yeah. If you, if you if come you in-
3: If they come out and say, we will whop... We will fucking dick slap every fucking tag team in history, Except- starting with the Road Warriors, say, you put that shit over. They're... Fucking Red Warriors aren't on your fucking TV anymore. These guys are. Don't fucking bury yeah. them at the expense of some other fucking tag team that you can say, you can say, I, I don't that know. Was that. JBL,
2: though. that was JPL, though. Was that cold?
3: It was both, both of them. them. It was both of them. And you know, I'm like, oh, people's... I can't
1: believe the disrespect of uh, glorious tag team like that. Like, dude, you're a heel. That's the job. Yeah. JPL, you're, you're, JBL, you're a heel, too. You're supposed to support these guys, too like, hey, we're making our debut. We're gonna say we are the best tag team de- te- uh, you know, best tag team ever, with the exception of Demolition, the Road Warriors, uh, New Age Outlaws, uh, but we're still the best. Look, well, give them a chance, help them out. exactly. You're heel commentator bashing and shitting on a heel tag team.
3: Even C- cole too. I, I honestly, I honestly don't know if Booker was in on it or not. I honestly can't remember, but I distinctly remember Cole and JB all doing it, mm-hmm. and if if it was Booker too, then I mean he's just as guilty. But I just don't honestly. That's could it. be someone in his ear. Sure, I mean it could it could be someone in any of their ears. My point is that you don't do this. Period. Mm-hmm. No matter if it's commentary's fault or someone telling them. I wonder them, how those guys feel. I don't
2: know. Ascension.
3: If 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 the Ascension comes out and says we are the best fucking tag team on this planet, we will. Mollywop. We, we will molly the fucking <laughs> Legion of Doom and Demolition at the same fucking time with our dicks while our hands were tied behind our backs. Your <laughs> options, your options as a fucking commentary, your options at that point as a commentary team were to say, I fucking think they can do it, or, well, I don't know... Uh, maybe they can't, maybe they can't. We don't know what a match that'd be. <laughs> yeah. You don't say bullshit. Get the fuck off TV. You fucking losers. That's not an option. You uh, don't say that. You either say, I think they could fucking beat them with their dicks or you, say, <laughs> or you say, or you say, I don't know, man, maybe they could beat them with their dicks. Maybe they couldn't. They might need all their appendages for this. <laughs> You don't say bullshit. Get these fucking twats on our off our TV. You don't fucking say that. I agree.
1: I agree. They would need their appendages at least.
3: You either say yes, they can, or I don't know if they can or not. I'd love to see it happen and find out. Yeah. You don't say no. Fucking get off our TV, losers. Or even
1: it's a it's a bold statement to make. You know th- they'll need Other to prove themselves. Sure. You don't anything. Fuck,
3: They're here for two weeks. You don't fucking bury them.
1: That's ridiculous.
3: You don't say, well, the quality of opposition. (laughs) Fucking, if if you think that low of these guys, then fucking fire them and get them off your TV. Don't put, don't set them up to
4: fail. They already
2: have. I I wonder if it's them saying it or there's someone in their ear that's doing that shit. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. Whoever's
3: whoever's fault is wrong, period. They're still like,
2: hey man, you shouldn't say this.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just such a, it's such a separation from the world of NXT, from the WWE. Yeah, that's it's why I like, don't want people to, from NXT to go to WWE. I'm yeah, sorry. It's like the Ascension were the dominant force in NXT, and now they're coming up and just getting... just.
3: And I don't even like these guys, but I wouldn't do that to them. Yeah. They're going
1: to get... I, I hate to say this, but I hope not. I mean, I don't like what, that
2: much what I see, and I'm going to still give them a chance, but I have a feeling they may get lost in the shuffle. Absolutely. I don't, want, I
3: don't want that to happen. It's hey, guess happen. what?
2: You're, you're a tag team for a year. We're breaking you up already.
3: I'm sorry, I said twats. That was offensive, and I didn't mean that. I just got a little heated.
1: It's okay. We forgive you. I
3: mean everything else though. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> About dick slapping and no appendages sure, sure. and yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, good stuff. Ooh, so that yeah, uh, is good. So yeah, I mean, I, I you know they they are being set up to fail. I mean, look what they're doing with the new day. Well, I mean, what are they doing with the new day? They they just put them I together it and it was like, okay, you guys, uh, you guys have best of luck. Get out there and uh, start clapping. I know
2: I said this before, and I just said it too, but like I, I'm so worried about all the NXT mm-hmm. people. Only few people survive. Yep, they get lost in shuffle. Shuffle, not shuffle. shuffle. Um, I want they're at the show guys. They're doing great. Mm-hmm. I kind of have a feeling slightly that uh, Dean Ambrose may get lost. I have that Mm. feeling. Seth Rollins is already at the top as is. And he's going to stay there
1: because, well, I'm at Triple H to help him too.
2: But then Roman, they're trying to help him up too. But I don't know.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the, the difficult thing is is that there's one spot at the top. That's it. The rest are, you know, main eventers, then mid cards, then, you know, lower card. But, the, the big problem is that there's so much talent on the current roster. You can't be bringing these people up and have nothing for them to do. Like, if you're going to be bringing someone up, that means someone's got to be going out. I hate to say this, but they I, I don't want to be this guy. But, like, I,
2: I know that's people's dream to be at WWE. mm mm-hmm. Some of the people on the current roster, let them go.
4: Yeah. They're- just
2: because they can do, I mean, the paychecks are great in WWE. Mm-hmm.
1: They can, well, but if you're not maybe making not appearances, as, then maybe well, not as top, good as
3: we thought.
2: Yeah, but let them go. Let them go do better things in other places. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's, uh, they yeah. can learn different styles. They yep. can learn. You know, I this. don't.
3: I think maybe the money. The money's not as good as we thought. I mean, people are turning down WWE contracts left and right these days. Young Bucks passed on a deal. They said some other guys passed on deals because. Oh, okay. I thought the narrative that I bought into all along was it AJ. The, the the Fed was not interested in AJ Styles because or they would have had him, but no, they offered him a deal. They just offered him a shit deal, and he was like, "No, I'm worth more than that. I'm not gonna sign for that." Fucking good money. for
4: him.
1: Yeah, good for him. Because then
3: he went to New Japan, and was making and good now, money and fucking tearing it up.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, breaking people's necks. But he realized becoming a threat. Sh- well, He's he legit.
3: We should maybe not make light of him legitimately uh, breaking people's necks. Yeah. But oh,
1: it's happening though. <laughs> but but he is breaking. Uh, people's Don't necks. tuck your chin for the Styles Clash.
2: I mean, and he realized he doesn't have to be with TNA. Anymore, he's doing other stuff too. But that's what I mean. Let certain guys go. Yep. There's a lot of guys. Like, okay, I want to see Cesaro succeed. Mm-hmm. I don't want him released. I'm 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 being selfish. I want him to be a top guy in WWE. Um, I w- release Tyson Kidd. Release Justin Gabriel. Let those guys do their things on the other independent scenes and stuff like that. Mm. Uh,
3: well, it's all about what they what they want for their own personal career. If they're happy with the amount of money, if they think they're making good good money for what they're doing and they enjoy what they're doing, that's fine. But I think this, I think we've all like as a fan base have bought into for a long time that all those guys are making good money, good, even downside guarantee money. And I think through Punk and through Del Rio and through some other guys, we're sort of see that's exposed. Those guys aren't making as much as we think they're making
1: kind of like a I just unless saw, you're a
3: top top guy
1: it's like I just saw a video not too long ago about misconceptions about working in radio and mm-hmm. it was spot on it was like people think that you know people in the radio are making you know six figure incomes while that might might be true for people who are having their shows syndicated or if your name is top yeah, top, top yeah anyway. if your name is Howard Stern you're making seven figures but like most normal radio personalities they're making average income like the average American income right sure. now so, you know, and and myself, you know, I'm making lower than average income. You know, just because I'm not one of the top guys here, you know. Top
3: hill. Hey, yeah. you're our top guy.
1: I appreciate you that. Number but one in our hearts. Yeah. yeah. From uh, Number one in the G. Yeah, that's what it is. Um but uh but you know, it's it's the same with with WWE. You know, if you're not one of the top guys, you're not going to be making top money. So, what um but that takes us into the uh, into the next matchup. Roman Reigns going up against Big Show. Uh, th- they've fought each other a couple times in the past, and uh, they're going at it again. I guess they're trying to make this the the big, you know, we shall overcome and defeat the evil Big Show. Match. I am
2: I am really not into Roman Reigns. You know how I said I really wasn't into Rusev. Mm-hmm. I'm into Rusev more than Roman Reigns.
3: Right. Can we talk about um, the lack of bun on the house Show? Yes. Yeah. That was
1: like what? That was a mind trip. We
3: were like, wait, what? She looked lot- good though. She she looked she looked fine. But my point is, I was like, she, I, I'd seen her without the bun, but I'd never seen her on like, I'd never seen her in her role without mm-hmm. the bun. And I was just like, whoa, where is the bun? It was distracting. The
1: yeah. <laughs> I uh, it's like, what is this on your head? We're, we're sounds- talking
3: about the house show. Yes, uh, the she never she never bun. That
2: those legs though.
1: That ass. That ass though. Yeah. Good stuff, easy there, big fella. So, uh, but yeah, I mean the Roman, Whoa, easy, easy. Roman Reigns versus uh, Big Show and ends up uh, ending with a disqualification, um, and then uh, Reigns went to spear Big Show while he held the steps over his head and almost falls and crushes himself. The one thing that I can't buy into though uh, is that immediately after that, the ref just instantly. Lifts the steps up and just moves them right, right out of the way. Like, did y'all happen to catch that? Yeah, that was fun. I'm watching
3: this Batman and Robin dogs. I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, Batman, you Robin click dogs. play on this thing. I like, didn't know. I didn't click it, but oh, maybe it auto ran. Yeah, but that's uh, weird.
3: I just saw this Batman and Robin dogs attacking somebody.
4: <laughs> 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 but uh, that's right.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it was just. I don't know. I'm not. If 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 they're going to be pushing Roman Reigns. This is not the way to do it. You know, this is
3: not the path of a guy who's going to wrestle to main event WrestleMania. Right. Simply said,
2: there you go. I said this last week, and I don't know if it was you or Ryan. One of y'all were iffy on it, and I felt like I didn't mean to say, like, cut the legs out from underneath him. I know WWE's done that to a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but it was like, bring him down just a little bit just because Brian's going to. Right. Brian's gonna do the mania thing with Brock, yeah. I felt like instead of Roman. Have
3: Reigns for thirty two. There's a difference between pumping the brakes and cutting a guy's legs out. Yeah. They can pump the brakes and That's it'll be yeah.
4: fun. Mm-hmm.
2: But what you know, we've seen in the past that they've cut legs out from underneath a lot of people. Look at Ryback. I mean, he's back where he's doing good right now, but there's so many times where are like, nope. Yeah. But I mean I mean it's if you're sewer.
1: okay, here's here's a good scenario that I think would, would be suitable for Reigns for WrestleMania thirty one. So he beats Big Show at Royal Rumble. That's fine and dandy. He has a, you know, feud with whoever for, uh, you know, Fast Lane. I think that's what they're calling the next pay per view. Um, it's not Stupid Elimination name. Chamber anymore, but it's the, it's the Fast Lane on the road to WrestleMania. Stupid that's a name. gas station. It's still yeah. Anyways, um, between that time, set up a feud between Roman Reigns and Rusev. Have Reigns be the first man to beat Rusev. You know, in the middle of the ring. For the for the United States title at Mania. I feel like that would be an excellent spot for him. And then you can build onto that for the next year for him maybe winning the title at thirty two.
2: Uh um sorry, how else was your thought? Are they did they cut the legs out from underneath uh, Ryback and Rusev?
3: Rusev No, they're
1: they're gonna be facing well, I guess they're not gonna be facing each, each other at Royal Rumble now. Well that's good. <laughs> Unless they magically get brought back.
3: Oh, I just got what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I didn't think they were gonna oh, you mean okay, you said right back in Rusev. I was yeah. thinking for some reason I was thinking Rain's and Rusev, but I got you.
1: I got yeah. You. So um Superman punch. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's it does not feel like it's going to be Rain's year. It was just but fine, it gives him time to grow.
3: I think you're I think you're down till like I think you're down to Reigns and Brian is the last two in the Rumble and they're going <laughs> to fuck with everyone so hard. Uh,
2: <laughs> which I think that's, that'll be good, you know, the mess with people. And like, then
3: no. It'll be real good just as long as Brian's the guy who tosses
4: Reigns. Right. Oh uh, no, 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 no. Well,
1: that's why I think you need to have them in at least the final four. What well, if they turn I think that's on a Yeah. What if they turn on Reigns, their last two, and they turn on Reigns? Absolutely, Absolutely
2: they would.
3: They're, like, they're going to turn on only if he wins. I mean,
1: yeah. It'd be Batista, and <sighs> I don't Nisteria. think it would be as
3: drastic as Batista, but I don't think it would be welcomed.
1: No, so um, I don't know. It's just not. It, I'm I'm not feeling it. I'm not buying it. I know they want to push it, but push it push. real good. Yeah, I'm
2: pushing it real good.
1: So, anyways, that takes us into the next matchup. Very short matchup. Natalia going up against Nikki Bella. Meh. Um. Paige comes down to ringside and showing support for Natalia because she's apparently a on focus total on her
2: during that match
1: because she's
3: on total divas. Now we got to push that, I guess. Uh. Well, yeah. I want to say not about this match, but at, at the house show, the three on three divas tag. How fun was that? That was like super was fun a lot of fun. I thought it was a fun, like Divas tag. I was like, mm-hmm. why can't we get that on TV? It
1: was a, it was a, nice you know probably like eight minute somewhere around there something like that it was a nice eight minute match there was comedy there was sex appeal there was some action in the ring people getting spanked
2: uh a lot of people getting spanked half uh, the participants getting spanked (laughs) nxt diva that was in the match (laughs) sasha banks
1: yes um funny thing about that i'm actually friends with her on facebook and so i tagged her in the pictures and she sent me a little message saying thanks she was like hey thanks for tagging me in this thanks what's your number No.
3: He's
2: engaged, I'm an an
3: engaged, happily engaged man. She don't know that. He's spoken for. What are you trying to say? He doesn't know how you conduct yourself in your relationship, but he's spoken for. I am
1: happily spoken for, sir. I know you are. That's right. You let everyone know on the show.
2: He is happily uh, spoken or taken. He is the man.
1: It just says, thanks for the pics. That's all. Right there. Boom. Sasha Banks. Ta-da. So yeah, um,
2: uh, that's an imposter.
1: No, that's. I'm
3: not gonna, I'm not gonna make that.
1: <laughs> so uh, but yeah, it's good stuff. Um. What? <laughs> What'd you say? Thanks for the dick pic. Thanks for the dick pic. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Sasha. You can call me Dicky Daniel. Dick- but uh, <laughs> Dicky Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so natalia ends up Call defeating so like our
2: like our uh, people like on facebook like uh hey dicky daniel like all the guys are calling you that
3: <laughs> when people are posting on your fucking facebook wall dicky Dini and fucking your girl's gonna know what's up with that <laughs> you're gonna have to explain <laughs> I
1: don't even want to know <laughs> i'll just block it i'll block <laughs> anyone who posts that but uh no so natalia ends up defeating nikki bella very short um was Paige a face is has she just Instantly turned back. or what's the deal with this? Like, looks like it. Because once again, we don't know where the direction of the divas are going. Because they don't explain anything to us. There's so, a event
2: on total divas, and that decipher. Or that that's the reason why you are now best
1: friends. are our best friends. So you're you're good now, while still screaming. This is my house, <sighs> bitch. She has a very strange house. I'm just gonna say that. No kitchen, no appliances, just ropes. And a mat. That's her house. She she lives there. Weird man. She, ha- she has a neighbor, but she li- uh, but the neighbor lives underneath in in Hornswoggle.
3: It's metaphorically her house,
4: guys.
1: Uh-oh. Oh. No. Oh. A okay. I
4: think that's
3: the right word.
2: Bitches <laughs> <laughs> and hose.
1: <laughs> Boats and hose. So uh. So yeah. So Natalia ends up defeating Nikki Bella. No Tyson Kidd, because issues um issues whatever so the next matchup we got to see luke harper going up against eric rowan and uh special guest referees j and j security uh, another short matchup to teach the team cena peeps a lesson about going up against the authority um luke harper ends up getting the victory anything to really add from it
3: It was throwaway. It was just to get the storyline across of fucking with all these dudes before they get fired.
1: Yep. And then uh, backstage we got to see Alicia Fox who's BFS with Naomi who was BFS with Naomi uh, at the WWE live event that we were at and then she said yo next Sunday is my premiere on Total Divas and oh that's too bad you're not on it. And Naomi was like oh that's cool. I'm doing other things more productive things and Alicia Fox took offense to that and attacked her. And what the fuck? And then other Divas, I don't know. Then
2: Cameron, they what the go I thought Cameron turned heel. Yes. Don't you love that logic that they I'm have? Confused.
1: Yes.
3: You ain't the only one, brother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so hey, y'all are the
1: supporters of that show, so uh, y'all like y'all explain it. it to me.
3: I missed the the season premiere me because too. whenever I left the house show I went back to watch the hour plus I missed of the New Japan show so that's what I spent my Sunday evening doing I will most likely catch this coming up me too and if they and if they happen to do a before or like a replay of the first episode and then go into the second one we'll probably double cover
4: oh joy so, or not
3: we, we, don't have to, we can just say fuck Total Divas and not do it hey do it. y'all do what y'all want I wanna watch that's, it that's, that's you want I'm gonna watch it regardless but do you wanna yeah, keep doing I'm the segment about, yeah
2: uh, did she, your fiance watch it? She did. Did she tell you what went on? No. Did she, I told her to get you <laughs> to watch it with her.
1: Not going to do that, though. Because she, she loves she me. She knows that I have no interest in watching that show, so she's not going <sighs> to force me to watch it.
3: You watch, you have the answers to your questions.
1: It's not my department.
3: <laughs> That's right. It's above your pay page. Like, That's
1: right.
2: You better watch it. Or I'm not all the, the listeners are <laughs> call you uh, Diggy Daniel.
1: Diggy Daniel. That's not right. Not Diggy. Dicky. Dicky. little that, Dicky? So, uh, yeah. So, next up, we got to see Bray Wyatt going up against Dean Ambrose in an ambulance match. Ambulance uh, match. Ambulance. So, uh, this is supposed to be the blow off to their feud. Which, hey, how many matches have they had that have had special stipulations? 17. All of them?
3: All the matches.
1: All of the matches. They've had a TLC match, a boot camp match, a street fight,
3: Miracle on Thirty
1: Fourth Street fight, an ambulance match. I mean TLC, yeah, is that TLC? yep. Oh, I did. Um, we just keep naming the same ones yep. over and over again. Cage match and uh, Miracle on Thirty First. Lose, loser gets tarred and feathered match. I don't know, but um, part in your face match. Like this is supposed to be the blow off match, no, and it did not feel no. that important to me.
3: Look, I like Dean Ambrose. I would like him more if they gave him something to work with. Mm -hmm. I want to like Bray Wyatt. It would probably be possible if they gave him something to work with. But I'm tired of these fucking, like, these two dudes who are supposed to be nuts in these fucking... Garbage matches and these fucking hardcore matches with no fucking heat and no fucking intensity. These motherfuckers are supposed to be straight up killers, and I don't fucking buy that for a second from either one of these dudes. Mm-hmm. And if you put them together, you should felt how Tyler felt watching Minoru Suzuki is like how you're supposed to feel about watching these dudes. You're supposed to be like that motherfucker might kill somebody. <laughs> But yeah. they feel so safe. They feel like they're wearing like kid gloves. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's fucking. And you
2: hear the. It's tame. take and and it's like, it's not really crazy.
1: It's not. Yeah, hey, he's not. I'll tell you. The craziest thing he had was that table that was white and it had the red. You would like
3: cross Wyatt
2: more if you've seen him what he's doing it in my universe mode, because <laughs> he's versus Batista.
3: It's probably more interesting. Yeah, it, it is.
2: is. He's ver- he has had a few Batista.
1: He's so confident about that. Yeah, it is. It's really,
3: it's really good stuff.
1: Um oh. yeah.
3: Anything? No, I'm th- not even bullshitting, guys. Give me a review. <laughs> review my. Uh, Let's hear it, Tyler. Universe. No, he wants us to review. That's he him. Wants That's it. me doing him talking to us. <laughs> not review my street, guys. That was really good.
4: <laughs>
1: we'll uh, come on we'll That
3: segment next week. Come on to my. House.
1: That can be your uh, your YouTube show. Huh?
2: Oh, this, for Twitch.
1: Yeah this this week in Tyler's WWE universe.
2: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. And you can you can record some of the matches, so we'll have like highlights and clips and stuff. But like we can check out these highlights. Okay, I'm gonna do and that. And check out these highlights. And
2: Then I'm gonna recommend people go over to my friend's page Noah and see him die in Alien, in Resurre- Alien?
1: Resurrection. Yeah, whatever. But we could do something. like Isolation, that. Isolation. Sorry. People actually do that, you know. Oh. Uh, like their Twitch stream is their WWE universe. Ooh. So if you're if you're interested in picking something up like that, you have the options. So, okay. But, uh, yeah. So, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, very lackluster. Uh, but it was, what's sad to say is, like, it was the most exciting match on Raw. Yeah. I was not into it at all. Um, Just, just didn't do it for me. I don't know. This whole Raw was just...
2: I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Certain matches, I walked away. Yeah. Sorry. That like bad? I said... That bounds certain things with WWE. I since I'm still in the burnout phase, I walk away from a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And I do. Just how it
1: is. Yep. So uh Bray Wyatt ends up getting the victory, which I don't know the logic of that. I know they're trying they're saying uh that they're gonna want to build Bray Wyatt up for a possible Undertaker match for Mania. Yeah. Which one we talked about last sh- yeah, week. yeah, that shouldn't happen. Uh two When was the last time Dean Ambrose even beat Bray Wyatt? It's been a while. Has it happened? I mean... I want to say yes. Hmm. I don't know. But Bray Wyatt has won at least, like, the last three major matches that they've had. With the exception of maybe, like, the boot camp match for the Tribute to the Troops. Yeah. So, three out of four. Just gone to Bray Wyatt's Split direction. them
2: up and let them do their own things with other people now. yeah come on now they
1: just I don't know they've they've lost so much direction with a, a lot of characters in the WWE and it's kind of sad to see but uh next up we got to see Ms Ms Dow and Alicia Fox you can tell how enthused I am about this going up against the Usos and Naomi short matchup Ms Dow and Alicia Fox end up getting the win did you happen to check out this matchup uh, I caught a little bit of it, but then I was like, M Yeah. So,
2: um, what else? Oh, sorry. I want to mention something mm-hmm. at the house show. Um, yeah. see, you're Miz- excited about
1: that at least.
2: Well, it just, it just, uh, there are certain things that I forgot Whoa. to, uh, yeah, Whoa. I forgot to say, but like, Whoa. I don't know how missed out was in this match for mm-hmm. Raw, but at the house show, he was mocking Miz yeah. and all the stuff. And when he wasn't looking, cause, uh. Usos came out and he was dancing behind Miz's <laughs> yeah. back and stuff like that. And then he would mimic Miz behind his back like he usually does, but then he would have his left hand and he was like going like, uh, do like a hand puppet. Like, mm-hmm. I blah, guess blah, he blah, was blah 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 blah, 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 and move his, you know, head back and forth like making fun of the Miz behind he his, back. his hand back. And, forth. and then and with when the he head? was dancing and stuff, Miz, d- uh, Miz had to see him at the corner of his <laughs> yeah. eye and just didn't do nothing.
4: And it's that's like, why he it's, was like, it's, it's oh. pretty
2: much like, uh, it's like, Hey, this is a fucking house show. You can do what you want. You know, pretty much. It's not on film, but it, it was it was hilarious to me because he was mocking Miz.
1: Yeah, it was good stuff. So uh, you know, if you get a chance, definitely at least check out a house show. They're a lot of fun.
2: Um, another thing that you said, and you were like, "How would you explain to someone who's never seen the product what the hell's going on here yeah, with there Miz are, now? There
1: are more than likely a lot of parents there that have not seen the products so they have no idea what's going on oh uh, i mean is he a voodoo doll or is he just mocking him is he emulating miz what's the deal yeah uh, whatever so uh next up we got to see ryback going up against seth rollins but oh clumsy kane he is just so forgetful uh it's actually going to be a handicap match kane and rollins versus ryback Uh, Kane and Rollins get the victory, of course, because all the people have got to pay for their sins or whatever. Um, Whatever. So, next up, we got to see Big E uh, of the New Day going up against Adam Rose. This match ends in a disqualification after some of the Rose Buds decided- Well, Bunny wasn't out there. No, because he was attacked by Adam Rose. Uh. Um, So, he's attacked by some Rose Buds, which causes a disqualification- Turns out it's Cesaro and Tyson Kidd, uh, and they explained on the uh, app or whatever after the show that you know they're they're t- 2014 was supposed to be their year, in some form or fashion in another. So they're gonna take 2015. They're gonna do what they so. want. I hope
2: so. I hope so because they're both talented guys, mm-hmm. and I want them to succeed. I want them to. I want all attack teams to uh, uh, succeed. Yeah, I'm just saying. I want them to succeed more than some of the other tag teams. <laughs> like New Day and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I said, I do like Tyson Kidd. I do like uh Cesaro and it's just it's a shame that Vince doesn't really see too much in Cesaro. Even yeah. though he's a fucking talented and he's a fucking beast. It is sad. Um okay, he's done his time where he's lost, lost, lost. Okay. And he's in the tag team now with Tyson they're gonna play off each other. They're gonna do great things. Let, let him. I don't know. Let him do stuff. The crowd loves them. I mean, I mean, they may boo him because he's a hill, mm-hmm. but they all realize his fucking talent. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Don't know. No one knows. But uh, yeah. So after that, we got um, Cena Appreciation Night, or as some fans are calling it, every Raw for the past ten years. Um, Oh, there were some clips about uh, throughout the whole night.
2: Oh, you know, Cena did this, Cena did that. Ruthless aggression.
1: Yeah, good for Cena. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's just whatever. So, authority. Call Cena out and, hey, we just want to thank you. You are the one responsible for bringing us back. We appreciate it. And now we'd like to bring out Ziggler, Rowan, and Ryback. And here's something I thought that was going to be different. I thought like this might have been a tease or something, like maybe Ziggler, Rowan, and Ryback were going to say, you know, where, where have you been all night? We've been getting our asses handed to us. You bailed on us. We fought for you for the Survivor Series, and then authority decides to kick our ass, and you're nowhere to be found. Cena didn't even have a match that night. He could have come out and stood in their corner. He could have come out and helped them in some form or another. Like, yeah. this should have been, like, ultimate dogging of John Cena. You know, with the way that Triple H and Stephanie were doing it, this would have been, like, icing on the cake for it. But instead, they just stand there, and Triple H and Steph are like, hey, we need to step outside to discuss your punishment. Uh, y'all stay in the ring. We're going to go up to the ramp, so I guess y'all don't attack us or something. Oh, by the way, all three of you are fired, thanks to John Cena, so you can thank him for that. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, and so that could have been them, like, turning on him, going... Are you not going to say something? Are you not going to do anything? What happened to that? He didn't. Say. He didn't say anything. He stood there. It was just, oh man, I can't believe this happened. Oh man, I can't believe I still have my job. These guys are fired. Darn. Oh look, balloons and confetti. Uh, yeah. That it was the end of the raw. That was the end of raw. Triple H and Stephanie are making out at the top of the ramp. And really? There, the uh, the you know Rollins and or not Rollins. Uh, Rowan, Ryback, I'm and th- Ziggler are standing up there like. What the heck just happened? And Cena's like taking his baseball cap head off and scratching his head. Stephanie Ooh. Triple H Ooh. are making out, and yep. so
2: is Rollins in the briefcase.
1: And <laughs> cash this in. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna cash this in tonight. Uh. Uh, Dickie Daniel.
2: Oh no! So, there's only two people that can save the WWE. That is Daniel Bryan. Yes.
1: And Sting. No, no. Maybe. So uh, yeah, it was very lackluster, very disappointing. Raw. Uh, normally, like they're raw for to start the new year is huge, you know. And it started that way because we got the video package to kick things off. We got the pyro to kick off raw, which something we haven't had in a long time, those two together. Holy crap, it's supposed to be a great start, completely fell flat. Very disappointing. Um not a strong start to raw so uh for 2015. So it's kind of disappointing. They really need to start making some improvements otherwise it's not going to be good because this year, the, this Raw, they didn't have any major competition. There was no Monday Night Football. There was no like major big show to go up against. Next week, they're going to get demolished in the ratings. I can already tell you that right now. I know you guys aren't big sports fans, but it's going to be the college uh, football championship. It ain't going to happen. There's there's no way. So they need to start making improvements. They need to start making improvements now. No, they won't. So they're going to what- do what the fuck they want to
3: my question is this, like, heavily rumored, like, this is the kickoff to the a big angle, like, on this Raw. Is that just them firing everybody?
1: Yeah. What's the big angle? I mean,
3: I thought they were going to tease, like, tease Brian Lesnar or tease Sting Triple H or something like that. Yeah. I like, I don't was,
1: know. like I said, you know, their first Raw of the new year usually has something like huge. Like, where was it this time? Like, so flat. You want to see some big? Go to the WWE Network. It's only nine ninety nine. Yeah, but you know, for for you know, as much complaining as as we have been making, you know, there there are alternatives, um, which is really yeah. good that there are alternatives.
3: Guys, New Japan uh, Wrestle Kingdom nine, which is still available for video on demand on Flips, which the stream is working now, or in many many cable companies. Is well worth your money. If mm-hmm. you're not happy, go watch show. Yes. I haven't had this much fun watching a show in a long time.
1: Yeah. Yes. You've also still have Ring of Honor. TNA is getting ready to start back up this yep. week. So, uh. Um,
3: Underground.
4: Mm hmm. So. Yeah, I
2: was. I didn't mm, get the catch at last Well, The ROH show. And I was really interested. I really wanted to see Alberto El Patron They just taped it Daniels. this weekend. They haven't aired yet. Oh, they haven't. Okay. The, cool, cool, cool. Alberto
3: El Patron matches. The, his first TV tapings were this weekend. They haven't aired.
2: Nice. Oh, I
3: thought that was a pay-per-view. <laughs> well, he is doing a pay-per-view, but his TV matches—I, th- they just taped TV this past weekend. I want to say he has a match on there with Christopher Daniels. I think his first match is taped this weekend, but I'm not positive. Cool, I might be wrong. I might be no, right. I saw
1: some pictures of him in the ring.
3: Okay, yeah. So he and they, they taped the streamers for him Saturday. He, he, they taped Saturday. They'll be rolling it out in the next couple of weeks.
1: Very cool. But like I said, there are other options, and here to talk about those other options are special guests this week. You're listening to a special interview segment for the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. Okay, folks, joining us on the show this week, he is the second longest reigning Ring of Honor World Champion in ROH history. He is a Ring of Honor legend, Nigel McGinnis. Mr. McGinnis, welcome to the show.
0: Nice to be here, boys. How
1: are you? Oh, we are doing, doing fantastic. Good. Certainly happy that you could join us this week. Um, got a lot going on in your world. Uh, you're, you're here to discuss your Kickstarter uh, that is now underway for L.A. Fights. Uh, it's a it's a brand new concept. Could you tell us a little bit about L.A. Fights for those of for those of the uh, listeners who don't know about it?
0: Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a six episode TV series, so it's not a new promotion. Essentially, what I've done is I've sort to... of Take everything I've learned over the last 10, 12, 15 years of being in professional wrestling. And I've kind of evolved it in all the ways that I still would evolve it, evolve it properly to fit into the into the space in the market right now. I, I think that a lot of people that were pro wrestling fans have gone over to MMA or well, I'd start watching anymore. A more realistic, more adult sort of themed show. Um with the storylines and the in-ring style closer to MA, something a little bit more believable and realistic as well. Um So I've written a six-episode series that, as I said, I think pushes progressing in all of the directions I've mentioned. I mean, nothing that I'm suggesting, I think, any of the integral parts are probably things that everybody has thought about themselves. You guys probably have as well. Maybe you've watched shows like Breaking Bad or Sons of Anarchy or stuff like that and thought, man, why can't there be a wrestling product like this? Or maybe you've watched The In-Wing Style and think maybe now and again, yeah, you know, maybe some of this stuff just doesn't work nowadays, like having someone in a sleeper hold and seeing his arm drop twice before it stops and all he fights back out again, you know? <laughs> there are a lot of these sort of changes that a lot of people have suggested over the years, mm-hmm. but no one's ever really put everything together into one concise package project and put a price tag on it as well. Uh, and a lot of people have reached out to me and said, you know, I've had similar ideas, and so I know I'm on the right scheme, I know I'm in the right direction, um, but what I've done is i said, is I've got something that's ready to go. Uh, This isn't an idea. I'm asking for money so I can develop that idea. I've done that for the last year. I've got together with friends in TV, friends in MMA and friends in pro wrestling and I've sort of evolved the style in ring so that it's more believable and engaging. I've written the storylines within a six-episode series within a script such that you'll care more about the characters and therefore care more about the the actual in-ring stuff as well, and I built it all to a second season so that if this takes off and this does well and we get a big uh, sort of fan base behind it, a, a bigger company or a bigger TV channel can come on for a second season and we really can reinvent and reinvigorate the industry.
1: Absolutely. And for more information on that, you can go to lafights.com. It'll take you straight to the Kickstarter so you can see all the information, see the gifts that you can receive for donating. It's a really cool project and I uh, you know, I watched the video not too long ago where you did state that you wanted to make it perfectly clear, you're not looking to compete against WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor. You're looking to make this its own entity.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely, yeah. I mean, like I said, I think everybody, and it's been time and time again that we've heard, you know, a new promotion come up, and we're going to do this, and we're going to change this, and and it's my my genuine feeling is that I don't think you can present this sort of a product fifty-two weeks a year. And I think if you ask people, ask me why isn't WWE doing something similar, in this because uh, it's very difficult to do that fifty-two weeks a year is very difficult because you have to have that much new content a year. You can't do it with a show like Breaking Bad or any of those scripted shows, um, you know, and I think that's one of the evolutionary changes that I'm sort of pushing for is a seasonal structure, because I believe not only will it enable you to build to highly anticipated season finales, on top of that, it will give guys time off to, to heal and recover from injuries, which when you're wrestling 52 weeks a year, isn't quite so easily. Right. It's... Um... In watching it though, guys, I mean, you guys have seen the pitch videos. Of course, you've you've seen. I've got about 21000 dollars so far, and back as I'm asking for three seventy altogether. Did you guys have any questions? Are there any issues with it? I mean, what 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 do you think? Um, uh, anybody has any concerns about the project? I've tried to address, it. I've done a couple of videos. I've done some some, some, some I did a Reddit uh, AMA as well last Monday, um, and I want to be completely open and transparent with what I'm doing. I'm not going to put out this project and go here. Is take it or leave it, either get behind this. If people have issues or concerns or interest or something's not completely clear, I'm totally available on Facebook or Twitter or, or LAFights.com. You can send me a message on there and ask me whatever you think. But in terms of what you guys have seen, what questions did you have?
2: Well, uh, from the videos, I, I feel like it's uh, pretty clear, you know. It's you and, you know, your friends, like, are all talking about it and it's just, it's pretty clear, you know.
0: Um, well, that's great. I mean, fantastic. Good. Uh,
1: something that does pop into my head, you know, you, you are saying that you're wanting it to be a more believable storyline, and, you know, as, as far as uh, the wrestling aspect, the in-ring action, uh, you know, we do, we do know your, your policy or your thoughts as far as blood in, in the wrestling in, uh, industry, especially of what happened in your career, uh, you know, would that be something that might be featured? Because I, I do know that, you know, in more believable fights like in the UFC, blood is a, a pretty constant thing, so what's your stance yeah. on, on that happening?
0: It certainly is a storyline I could have employed, and I think, really, I'm saving it for a second season when, arguably, it would fit better then. Um, to be honest with you, well I sat down and I thought, what storylines are there in pro wrestling, sort of behind the scenes right now, that is easily digestible and people can really get a hold of? Mm-hmm. And, really, the, the, the blood issue didn't figure that highly... Um, because obviously, a big portion of my issue with blood is the intentional blood loss, and therefore, right. within a, a scripted show where what I'm presenting is as real, then intentional blood loss is neither here nor there. Um, there certainly is the possibility for a, for a storyline in terms of the uh, unintentional, uh, but that would obviously be talking about making sure that guys get tested and stuff like that, and that's that's another storyline, perhaps for a second season.
1: Absolutely, I, I can make a yeah.
0: whole mini series <laughs> on that. <laughs>
2: I just, I just love this idea that this could be like seasons. Oh, have you seen this season of the mm-hmm. show? And it has like, it could be drama. It could be, you know, um, comedy. Comedy there's... and just, and it's wrestling. And that's just so cool. And another thing yeah. that uh, we also talk about on our show from time to time is a little crossover thing sometimes between pro wrestling and uh, comic books. It kind of reminds me a little bit, maybe like Chicara, because they. They do comic book related stuff too at times, and superheroes. Could that be a possible thing too for uh, your show? Like maybe later on down the line, maybe like a little superhero thing or something.
0: I mean, I'm I mean, I'm trying to ground it more in reality. And okay. I I haven't seen a lot of what Chikara does, but I think they have a fantastic product that appeals to to a certain niche audience that watches their shows. And I think, you know, that's what they do so well is that they, they are categorically different and they put something out there that isn't the same as everything else out there. And because of it, they have a, a wonderfully loyal fan base um, that, that supports the product, you know. Um, yeah. But in terms of what I'm doing, I, I think I'd, I'd steer clear of superheroes or anything like that because I, I genuinely believe what I'm trying to push is the realism of people and and how characters are shades of grey. You know, people don't need to be able to fly. Um, They just need to... be able to care uh, and people need to sort of see that side of them and I think arguably uh, certainly on a mainstream level we haven't seen those sort of characters uh, uh, perhaps even for 10 or 15 years. I think if you look at um, Steve Austin, he was certainly a a shade of grey guy that obviously you could say to a a large extent, you know, worked like a heel all the time, but was cheered um, by a lot of the fan base, you know, and um, I think that's the sort of character that people get behind.
1: And uh, in in your video, you have people like Jimmy Jacobs and Colt Cabana saying that this is what the the wrestling business needs. Uh, are they going to mm. be featured in your show? Who you know, you don't have to spoil everything, but you know, who are some of the people we might yeah. be able to look forward to?
0: Um, at this point, no one's guaranteed uh, a spot in there. What I've done is I've written um, characters, and, and I've got a couple of people in mind for for a couple of those characters. Um, but that will become part of the casting process once it gets funded, um, because A, I need to make sure the guys can wrestle that certain style, and B, yeah. I need to make sure they're available, and C, I need to make sure they've got the acting chops, and and B, I need to make sure that whatever. Characters I've written already, part of that character. Coexist with the person in real life. For example, I have a character that's homosexual. Um, therefore, I can't ask someone to play that character and, unless really they are homosexual, or certainly unless they really have the acting ability to pull that <laughs> off. I and mean, that that's part of my my theory behind writing these storylines is that wrestlers aren't great actors, uh, and I'm i a perfect example of that. I can sort of play myself turned up to ten. I can you know play. Nigel McGuinness but I, I can't do anything else and I, I kind of sort of felt, saw that being out here in Los Angeles and going to auditions and, and trying to be something totally that I'm not and just can't pull it off, you can't pull it off at all and I don't think in pro wrestling we need it because everybody has their own storylines you know, I mean everybody you know, there's a storyline about ambition about a guy that is married and has two kids and his wife is constantly saying I don't want to keep doing this, you're going to get hurt you're not making enough money. You know, you can get a good job with my dad and you can make some money. Why do you keep having to go away every weekend? You know, you've got kids who are growing up and you hardly ever see them because you're either at work or you're away at the weekend. I mean, that in and of itself is a storyline that, that will get people engaged into the character. And uh, it, we don't need to... Uh, but those sort of characters and anybody that, that can't experience it in the real world, if that makes sense.
4: Yeah,
1: I mean that sounds that sounds like one of those behind the scenes stories that, you know, you hear about but you never really get to see, uh, you know, unless they portrayed in the movie the wrestler you know like this is i mean yeah you know the more you're talking about it the more it's intriguing me i'm you know i'm curious Mm -hmm. as to what else y'all have going uh you know but this isn't your first project on kickstarter you also had a a previous one for your documentary the last of mcginnis it got very positive feedback from wrestling fans i myself own a copy uh i actually purchased it from you uh wrestlemania weekend when y'all were in new orleans Mm -hmm. Uh, and you were kind enough to sign it um but it's a very raw story of, of you dealing your final days as a uh, in ring competitor. You know how how did you react to the the feedback that you received on the documentary?
0: Um, I mean, as you see from watching the documentary, so much of of the, my sort of resolution to my career was the support from fans all over the world to get the first Kickstarter funded. Um, and then when people watched the finished product, and uh, there were so many overwhelmingly positive reviews, and even today, you know, I'm still getting emails and letters from people who've seen it and sort of expressed what a positive effect it had on them and their life, and where they were in their life, and they were questioning certain things, and sort of to see that somebody, that even to a small extent, um, was on you know on uh t v in a relatively famous level uh dealing with the same things that they dealt with uh it really helped them out they said so it it's been really helpful and um you know it certainly did inspire a lot of my thoughts with the with the l a Fights project because i thought you know a lot of these very realistic ideas about people pursuing their dreams and ambitions, irrespective of whether you see beyond the curtain, whereas you see the, the the choreographed nature of it to some extent, or you don't. Either way, it's still the same sort of um, universal themes in life uh, that people want to watch and sort of get behind um. So it's a big part of it, you know, and, and I put the documentary up for free on YouTube this past weekend just to show people that, you know, this is what I'm capable of if people get behind me and back to Kickstarter because that's the reality of the world that we live in. I mean, some of the concerns that people have had, and rightly so, is the fact there are so many uh, Kickstarter projects out there, and a lot right. of them are very valid, you know, so I'm not taking anything away from that. But at the same time, there's been a lot of Kickstarters that either A, um, People who backed them felt they didn't really get their money's worth and it wasn't the product they wanted, or even worse, they didn't get any product whatsoever, Um, Mm. because legally, essentially, there's no uh, absolute way you're guaranteed of getting it, so all you can do is you're not really backing the project, you're backing the person, so you Mm. can't look other projects, all you can do is look at the person, look at what they did in the past and, you know, see whether you think that they'll do the same thing again. And, you know, I asked for money for a documentary, I got the money, uh, and I I made the documentary, and as you said, it's had overwhelmingly positive reviews. So, you know, I think um, that gives me equity somewhat to to say I can do the same thing again with this project. You know, I'm not just asking for a certain amount of money and going, I'll give this a shot, you know, I put a, a lot of work over the last year in writing the script. My friend out here, who's a producer, he budgeted it professionally, and this, you know, three hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Don't get me wrong; it sounds like a lot of money, and it is a lot of money. But to shoot a six-episode series, it really isn't that much at all in actual facts. If we were doing this in an ideal world where I could ask for any amount whatsoever, I would ask for at least a million, if not a million and a half, to do it exactly the way I want. Mm-hmm. But as it is, I know I'm never going to get that through a Kickstarter. So I said, "Look, what's the minimum amount that we can shoot? It's the bare bones, so I can guarantee we will get a good product out there, and that's three seventy because I have to pay back the, the, the you know, the Kickstarter takes a cut. I have to pay taxes on it." have to put money aside to to mail out all the rewards and make all the rewards, you know, so that takes a lot of the money out as well. A lot of people don't sort of figure that, and that's why a lot of these projects aren't seeing completion, because they go, well, how much do I need to make this great? And they'll ask for it, and if they get it, then wait a second, what do I do with everything else? You know, and so I've done this. It isn't my first day in the park. Um, This isn't my first Kickstarter. I had a very successful one with a documentary. I made sure everybody got their rewards for that. and so that's all I can say, boys, you know, all I can say is I've had this idea for a long time and I felt like it was time to pull the trigger, you know, trying to put it out there and see how much interest there is within the professional wrestling demographic. see how many people really want to see something different out there and, and want to get behind it and support it. Because I've heard it time and time again, you know, I hear it all the time. I don't spend a lot of time on the internet in chat rooms or any of that sort of stuff. Um, but, but I do see it on Twitter at every now and again and it's usually on Monday nights where people are complaining mm-hmm. you know, I can't stand the product anymore and I hate it and why are they insulting our intelligence, etc, etc, etc well now there is the opportunity to, to get behind something that is different, that is not going to insult your intelligence, it's going to put progress on the sort of level of those shows that everyone rave about on social media it's there, it's the opportunity and if people get behind it, it can become a reality and that's all I can do, I'm going to continue to push it on social media and tell everybody I possibly can about it. I'm making more pitch videos. I'm answering anybody's questions that I have any concerns about it. I can't do any more than that. And to a certain extent, I've sort of come to peace with it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I put a lot of work into this. I feel like I have a great product. And I'm going to work as hard as I possibly can until the end of January, whether this gets funded or not.
2: You know, and I don't, you know, after I watched the video and after I saw all the things, you know, I'm I'm like, how can you not back this? This is yeah. just, like you said, this is what I know I feel
1: like I want, you know you're hey, sitting at just- home on monday nights and frustrated and well here's your chance to help not only be a part of it but help create it
2: that's just yeah. so cool man so cool
1: so in the in the in the grand scheme of, of it all you know say the uh, the kickstarter is successful you get some extra cash to to make it happen would you be looking for maybe like a TV deal? Would this be an online exclusive? What you know? You know would you be looking at Netflix? Well, that's,
0: that's, the, that's the beauty of Kickstarter is that I have carte blanche in terms of where I put it out there. You know, if a production company makes this, mm-hmm. then they have to make their investment back straight away. Which means you know it may sit on the cutting room for for a long time, or maybe the only deal they can get was with the small channel that a lot of people aren't going to be able to see. It's not going to have the you get the eyes on it. Really. It won't Need to to reinvent the industry, and um now we live in a world where I mean just look at YouTube, you put it up on YouTube, you get ten million views, and you're set you are <laughs> you are set for a second season, people are going to get behind that, so mm-hmm. that's an option as you mentioned Hulu, you mentioned Netflix, there are other platforms amazon um is looking into creating new content as well. Uh, or even going traditional routes by trying to get it on a a channel like FX or or HBO or stuff like that. I mean, I have the contacts out here to get meetings with people in these companies, but I'll be honest with you, they are being pitched 100 ideas every day, Mm. and they're not going to put money into something unless they think it's the hot thing. And... I hate to say, but this is the reason why I'm writing it. Pro-wrestling isn't the hot thing anymore, and it hasn't been the hot thing for 10 years. So, you know, when people hear pro-wrestling, they don't want to touch it. know, um, I, I sort of applaud the the thing on the L. Rey network they're trying to do with that. I, I think the in-ring style is obviously still catering to, to the Lucha fan base, which is fine in and of itself, um, but I don't think necessarily it's going to cross over to a more mainstream base, whereas I feel my project uh, because it is more digestible and, you know, with the popularity of AM, MMA, uh, that I think it will, you know, really do some big things. Absolutely.
1: Uh, I'd like to talk about your career just a little bit. Uh, I know you were trained under Les Thatcher. Uh, so obviously you're very well skilled in the ring, obviously. Uh, were there any people backstage, uh, you know, in the past few years who have seemed to, you know, ask you for advice or someone that you might've taken under your wing to help train?
0: Um, No one specifically, but uh, certainly Ring of Honor, and that's part of the reason I love working for that company and will continue to do so, is because a lot of the guys have sort of come to me at various points, either before shows or, or, you know off to the side after shows and sort of ask me about certain ideas they've been doing or ask me to watch matches and everything else like that. Um, so there's, there's a number of those sort of guys that, I mean, still really are coming into their own now. You know, guys like Adam Cole mm-hmm. and Kyle O'Reilly and the list goes on, Tommaso Ciampa, like, there really is so much talent there in Ring of Honor that it's uh, it's a blessing for me to still be involved. <laughs>
1: Very nice, uh, you know. And you did spend some time over in uh, TNA working as Desmond Wolfe. Uh, what was it like working with uh, with Kurt Angle in your feud with that?
0: Yeah, one of the highlights of my career in life. It really is. I mean, he's for a guy who's you know certainly arguably the best uh, the best wrestler of my generation. Uh, to be that humble and to be that open to work with a guy like me, who's who's come in essentially uh, from a, from a smaller company. Um, you know, it was it was marvelous. You know, he, he, like most of the best wrestlers I've ever been in there with, they took what I did and they put it in the right places. You know, whether it's Dragon or Joe or Ares or Christopher Daniels, it's the same thing. You'll get a lot of great wrestlers that will go out there and they'll be able to have their match. They do their match, and you sort of have to try and fit in within their match. But a guy who's like Kurt Angle or any of those guys that I mentioned that are so malleable, they know how to take the best things out of anybody, put it in the right places. And that's why they've had the sort of legacy and the amount of fantastic matches that they have. Very cool.
1: And, uh, you know, we're talking about L.A. fights and how it's going to be presented as sort of a, you know, more behind the scenes kind of feel, uh, really good vibe. You know, we always we always like to try whenever we have guests on to get some, you know, some behind the scenes stories, maybe like a favorite road story or favorite rib or anything like that. Do you have any uh, favorite stories to tell?
0: Uh, not really, I mean, you know, those sort of stories come out after a few beers, uh, hanging out of the pubs after the show, you know, certainly not, not the sort of time to get them out right now. I mean, I was doing a Reddit AMA and they had a, a few of those same sort of questions and the one I always come back to was after a ring on a show where we got snowed in in New Jersey or New York or... Somewhere got awful, and um, we were there for like three or four days, stuck in this hotel, and it was me, Dragon, and Cabana, and a few other people, or whatever else, so we, none of us could get flown out for like two or three days, and Dragon was getting a little bit stir-crazy in the hotel, and was on the phone with uh, one of the airlines, uh, trying to get his flight back to, I believe he lived in Washington at the time, but somewhere on the West Coast. <laughs> and he was on on hold for like four hours, and then oh, Cabana wow. um, called uh, his cell phone from from uh, uh, the, another uh, another phone in the hotel, pretending to be the airline and said, "Look, we've got you a um, connection." but he's out of Philadelphia now, so you've got to get to Philadelphia within an hour, and he's in, like, New York at the time, you know what <laughs> I so just So he just kept playing on like that and, and suggesting more and more, like, ridiculous ways <laughs> for him to get from New York to Philadelphia, asking him to borrow a bike from somebody and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, like Dragon was getting more and more irate until he finally started figuring it out, but... It was a good time.
1: That's awesome. Very funny. Uh, well, like I said, you can go to LAFights.com to support the Kickstarter for Mr. McGinnis. Really cool. You can also go to NigelWrestling.com. You can follow Mr. McGinnis at McGinnis Nigel on Twitter. Really cool to have you on the show. It's been an honor to talk to you. Thank you very much for coming yeah, on the show.
0: You. No worries, guys. Well, I appreciate your time. As I said, just uh, you know, keep telling people about the project. Get behind it in every way that you can. Uh, the more people hear about this, and eventually I think you know, we'll really get some some big numbers. I'm really proud and really happy with so many people that have sort of backed me so far. As I said, we're up to nearly $22,000. That's over 200 people that put their hard-earned cash into this project, and especially at this time of year where there's not necessarily that much money to go around. It really means the world to me. Uh, I've got a lot of faith that as long as people keep believing in this, we can make it a reality. Well, Any help you can do, boys the better. Thank well, you. We will
1: definitely help, and you have a great night. Thanks for coming on.
0: All right, boys. All the best.
1: Take care. Be safe. Take care,
0: Later, Nigel. Ciao. It's a very cool
1: stuff. Very happy to have oh, Nigel yeah. on the show. Support that
2: stuff, man. We got to make it happen.
1: Go to LAFights.com. dot com. Check out the Kickstarter. Donate if you haven't already. Really good stuff. Really cool stuff. And yeah. like,
2: it's not supposed to be a competition to mm-hmm. other things. It's going to be something new and just. Oh man, I really, I,
1: I want to help the Kickstarter. I really do. Yeah. Good stuff. So, uh, no Total
3: Divas this week, no Q&A, Sorry, but
1: uh, only one bit of Hot Topic news. If you haven't heard already, SmackDown's going to be moving to Thursday starting next week. Uh, also,
3: I believe TNA is alive on Wednesday this week. Yes. Uh, which um, is probably the day you're hearing this, if you hear it as soon as it goes up.
1: Yes. Destination America channel, so make sure you check your local well, now listings. They're, whoa, wait,
2: they're going to start playing on Wednesdays?
3: No, no, no. The first one is live this Wednesday, Then they're going to go to Friday nights, I believe.
1: So there you go. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. They're like Are a, they they a, are Friday nights, right? I usually Thursday I, on Spike. I, well, I think that they move to Friday to compensate for SmackDown moving to Thursdays. It's like uh, yeah.
1: We got we can't be on that NXT same... is moving to Wednesdays. Right. So now you get Raw on Monday, NXTU on Wednesday, SmackDown on Thursday, and Superstars
2: TNA. is on Tuesday. Or no, no that's it's main, that's event. main event. Sorry. I sometimes get this mixed. Yeah. Um so every Sundays. day of the week Sunday is Sunday Night Heat. Uh,
1: <laughs> Saturday Night's Velocity. Yeah. Or was that Wednesday? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, there you go. Thanks, <clears> for, uh, <throat> thanks for tuning in this week. Make sure to check us out and submit questions on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, our YouTube page, WNS Video. Check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com and WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. Feel free to check out the archive on Wrestling WrestlingNewsForce for past episodes and our uh, superstar interviews on our YouTube uh, channel. Good on, stuff
2: uh twitter uh stitcher and uh that's it sorry stitcher uh beyond pod and player.fm just search wrestling
3: news source uh to find us
1: as well as itunes itunes yeah blah blah
3: yeah we're on twitter at wns podcast uh daniel's at wns underscore daniel Tyler's at tyler underscore um
2: like we said a hundred times for this episode check out wrestle kingdom a uh, nine it's My- great
3: it doesn't I mean I think that Wrestle Kingdom is well worth your time and your money, but it's not just necessarily about specifically supporting Wrestle Kingdom. It's it's about if you're disenfranchised with a WWE product, if you're down on it, put your money where your mouth is and go support an alternative product. You'll mm-hmm. find something that you like somewhere. And you can't just sit there talking shit, like burying shit and like waiting for a product to fall on your lap because a number two, a, a company that can compete on the WWE level is never going to fall into your lap if you don't support them right now to get mm-hmm. their way through there. So go find something you do like if you hate the WWE yep. or are not
2: happy. Also, like I said, check out LA Fights. Um, Go, uh, was it, LA Fights?
1: LAFights.com. Check out the good video a, and stuff. Good go content. To Kickstarter,
2: too. Yeah. Go to Kickstarter. You can find off that, too. And just watch the videos and, you know, just. See what they have
1: to say. It's, it's great stuff. Yeah, so there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Aper.
3: I'm Doug, Teenager of the Year. Thanks again, Ryan. Thanks we- again, Ryan. Yeah.
4: Uh, sorry.
1: <laughs> and we'll catch you all next week.